What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we got to do first. We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue for the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Slayer. Get the video versions a week early, uncensored. Get ad-free audio. Plus, there are other random musings like some photography, some other skits. I'd throw random stuff up on there at patreon.com slash Slayer. You literally can support the show for less than the cost of a beer. We are also brought to you by our merch store at awd.net slash merch. Got shirts. We have art prints, all sorts of just random. And now we drink in Matt Slayer merch. You appreciate my photography? Boom, it's there. Just the random stuff I've put on shirts, it's there. Wouldn't you be stylish just rolling around in a now we drink shirt? I think you would. So pick one up today at anwd.net slash merch. Last but not least, the easiest ways you can support this show. First, just retweet, share social media, let people know about the show. The best way for more people to discover the show is word of mouth. Just tell people, share stuff. It's that easy. The other thing you can do to really support this show is go to youtube.com slash now we drink and subscribe. It costs you nothing. Takes like a 30 seconds out of your day. More subscriptions, more of the algorithms fed. But anyways, I'm sure you're sick of hearing ads and I'm sick of reading them. So let's get on with it. My guest this week is adult performer Nathan Bronson. Amazingly, the set didn't fall on Nathan's head this time. Though he did manage to kick the power cord out of my camera and due to a fairly expensive software package, I was able to restore it. So there will be a video version of this. But initially, this was going to be audio only because Nathan kicked the power cord out of my camera. Nathan and I talk about music, the biz, his show cooking with Nathan. Apparently, he had no clue that he was also nominated for a Best Adult Podcast. So get to see his live reaction to finding out that news and as always, Nathan and I just real silly, having a good time. Apparently, this show is so explicit that ChatGTP won't transcribe it because it's a violation of its terms and services to give you an idea of what you're about to be in store for. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, Drinking Buddies. going on oh you know same shit different day man same shit different day okay so the set's gonna fall on you in three two please end this end this i know much i'm much bigger set to end this you know it's every day you just wake up and say come on we can do this guys we can just it can all end right here that's it it doesn't (laughs) this is why you gotta stop working out man do it through poor diet yeah, I, but that's see, that's such a long term goal. What I'm hoping is I just destroy my back into a point where everything collapses, or that's why I let myself on fire. You know, just hoping one day I don't use enough things it burns me alive, and then I just slowly fade into out of existence. Yeah, but 
What happens if you don't? And then you have to burn creams on yourself all the time. What happens if you gain 600 pounds and then you're just stuck in a chair, you know? Then I'm definitely paying people to have sex with me. I feel so... At at that point, I am becoming male talent. (laughs) Have you seen some of those male talents? (laughs) Not 600 pounds, but... Yeah, well, that's because you can't find the dick. (laughs) I've seen some of the BBWs that are like... No, they're not six. I think they're pushing three. But like, that's a lot. Well, yeah. A lot of lady, man, trying to find that vagina. Hey, people are into it. Hey, man, God God bless them. Yeah. Fat girls need love, too. Hey, fucking hey. Just, you know, not for me when I'm sober. Yeah. Yeah. Drunk, I make no promises. Hey, bro, I'm I'm not judging you. I mean, even if you were, I don't care. Yeah, I know. know. I'm freely admitting this on the internet. What, people listen? Yeah, last I checked. Weird. I know. It's like you just keep coming on here and just like, eh. I can say whatever I want. No one's going to hear this. <laughs> That's my favorite. Every time I go on a, any kind of podcast or any talk show, I'm like, I'm just going to talk like no one's there because it's a lot funnier that way. <laughs> I do it fully aware what my numbers are. Ah. I also don't care. Yeah, what's your numbers? Oh, yeah. You want me to just reveal that on? Mm. Oh, oh, that you won't talk about? Fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, things that could affect my ad revenue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, well. Not that I'm defrauding any of my advertisers. Whoa. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 This one goes out to Tito's Vodka. <laughs> it's smooth going down and smooth coming out. Drink it well. But which side of it is it smooth coming out of? Like, is it smooth coming out of your pee hole into someone else's mouth? Or I'm not looking to find <laughs> out firsthand. Come on. Just open up and close your eyes. I'm sorry, Nathan. It's going to take a, be a lot more than a content trade rate. <laughs> rate? You get a rate for content trade? Shit. Exactly. That is exactly my point. <laughs> exactly my point. It's amazing what counts as a content trade these days. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I've, uh, I did some tickling stuff yesterday. That was interesting. Who was getting tickled? Oh, somebody. No, I meant like, were you getting tickled? No, I was tickling, you I was t- tickling someone else. But I was trying to stay out of it, so it's like POV, but I also couldn't hold the camera, so I just had to be like, oh. That's when you get a GoPro head mount. Yeah, I didn't want to put that much effort into it. What, clipping a GoPro to a hat? No, because the GoPro, the GoPro mount for the head mount is in, uh, in my closet, hidden in a box. Oh, you have one? Yeah, I have one. But also, eh, I already set up the lights, and I put up a cam- I put up my phone on a tripod. I that was enough. You know what? You should have been real smart about it. Just duct taped your phone to your hat. It's not my content. I can't sell it. Why not? Me tickling someone? Yeah. Look at these manly hands. Dude, people want me hear people want to hear me talk shit to them more than they want to see me tickle someone. Well, you should have done one for her, one for you. Well, I don't need her there to talk shit on. I, I literally just stare at the phone and be like, you're a piece of shit. I'm gonna go fuck your wife. And she's gonna love my cock a lot better than she loves your wife. You look at camera when you're doing this so I can sell it? No. <laughs> I'm going to go in there and fuck your wife. <laughs> what was that one? These guys like, uh, I want you to go have sex with my wife and then come out and tell me how much, how much more they enjoyed your dick than mine. And then go have sex with my daughter. This was real. That was a real one. They asked me to do you. So how was the daughter? Fucking awesome. I mean, it didn't happen in real life. They just, we wanted me to make a custom of me saying that shit. Oh, I, see, I thought it was going to be real life. That would oh be- yeah. They've been way cooler. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that'd be way cooler. That uh, that didn't happen though. Especially like after you uh, you fucked the daughter. And you had, hey, mom, can you give us some lemonade? Yeah. 
Hey, I want a snack back. What the fuck? Right? The daughter's hungry. We worked up a sweat here. She put in some fucking work today. Some would say more than you. She just has youth on her side. So much youth. So much youth. That starts to sound creepy. Yeah. <laughs> not that much youth. Yeah, not that much. We'll, we'll dial the youth back a little bit. Just the right amount. Just the barely legal amount 19. of youth. <laughs> the barely legal amount of youth. Oh, how are you enjoying all the uh, porn nowadays? <laughs> Do you think it's getting worse or better? From what standpoint? That's a great question. I don't know. Like, Obviously, you- people are not making giant fucking features as often as they were. Yeah. Do you feel like we are still in the realm of incest porn? Oh, yeah. I, I see. Uh, like, I kind of, uh, I, I'm i a little bit, well, I did six, seven years of incest porn, and people don't hire me to be step bro no more. Well, because you fucked all your sisters, apparently. Fucked all my sisters. Fucked all my moms. I, f- I still fuck sisters, but I don't fuck moms as much. So, uh, that was interesting. I, I guess you're not youthful enough to, you know, not, be stepson. Not. Which is be a great time to show all the episodes of me, just real clo- close clips of what I looked like and now how old I am. I'm old, decrepit, need a new hip. little post work, I'm going to make that beard gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Here's babyface Nathan Bronson in 2018. I think your first appearance was eight, in 18 or 19. Well, uh, on here? Yeah. Was it 2018? What, what year is it? 2023. Yeah. Have I been on? No. So four times. I mean, you didn't weren't on in 22 at all. No. I don't know. Your last time on was December of 21. Uh, yeah. You came over to my house at 22, though. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah we, had, we had some drinks and yeah. showed you some guns. It was a great time. Yeah. 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 We could do things away from doing, hanging out on you know, camera. It's amazing. So weird, bro. I know. Occasionally, it's on set, too. Yeah. Very rarely. I think the only time we've been on set together was, what, that one time? For Mile High, yeah. Jackie, yeah. Jack, because Jackie, Jackie's got, production, and yeah. when everyone had COVID, yeah, Jackie had COVID, and there was like three people on set, and I was, and everyone was trying to take director role, and I was like, guys, just just, just point the camera. Yeah, everyone but me. I was yeah. just like, and then they're telling me to tone down my lines. Yeah, dude, that was such a fucking weird day because it was like all people who don't direct, and everyone was trying to like just man up and do it. And I'm like, hey guys, do you want me to do this? Just, just, just look at the pussy. Just point the camera there. And uh, we're going to do all this. I don't even remember who the girl was. Uh, who was that? God, I don't remember who the girl was either. Dude, I was, uh, I, I had Natasha Nice on my show today. We shot content this morning. And um, she she came to me like, hey, Natasha Nice to meet you. She's like, we've, we've done a scene together. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when? She's like, Brazzer. And I was like, she, she's like, VR, Brazzer VR. I was like, I've only done a handful of scenes with Brazzer, but I forgot about this particular one. It was at uh, Kelly Holland's house, and I was dressed in a. Uh, it looked like a um, uh, Playboy guy. What's his name? Hefner. Yeah, Hefner. Like it had that whole outfit and everything. Got a watch and all that. And then she was in a maid outfit and was cleaning the whole place. But I was just like, "Did I work with you?" And then it took a long time for her to explain it and for me to even figure that shit out. Man, that was whoops. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry. I'm like, it's I work every day. I know. I know. And that's not a brag. That is literally just sadness coming out of my fucking mouth. Because <laughs> having sex every day, I thought would have been awesome. But if you have sex every day at home, awesome. Having sex every day for fucking money and film is. Can you even get an erection when there's not a camera involved now? Yes. Well, I good on you. I have one on it right now. Ooh, and there's a camera on you. Oh, damn it. Turn it off. Let's see if it stays, I guess. <laughs> 
It's just. You know what I do find that uh, unless I like if I don't shoot for a couple days, morning wood comes right back. But if I'm shooting every day, no morning wood ever. Testosterone's like, bro, we got to replenish occasionally. Oh, yeah. I got to take testosterone replacement therapy just to like keep my shit going, man. It's just never great. But yeah. Gotta gotta do something to key and keep the everything at that sexy level, you know. Peak efficiency. Woo! I gotta be eighteen for life, bro. Wow! Till you're old and leathery, and then old leathery man. <laughs> Why does male talent just become leathery when they get older? Because they decided to go to a tanning salon and finally, finally tan that ass that should have been tanned years ago, but you just didn't want to. Saying that, I was thinking I should go because my ass has been white forever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually noticed that. And then again, you are not what I'm looking at when you happen to pop up on film. I'm sorry, uh, Nathan. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, well, there's Nathan. Let's fast forward. Fast forward. But I'm going to do the good stuff, bro. Watch the acting. It's really intriguing. It is. I, I've been there for the process. <laughs> I do good work. God damn it. Watch it. Watch my work. Jesus. Watch me. Fuck, Matt. Watch me. Watch me fuck comma, Matt, not watch me fuck Matt. Yeah. I'm ready. <sighs> I know, buddy. It's okay. Is it? Is it? No, it's not. It's never okay. It's true. We're still alive. Are we? Are we? As far as I know. Or is this some kind of weird matrix scenario where we're just stuck in this loop of being in LA in traffic and fucking trying to make this cog wheel keep going? <laughs> it's entirely possible. It's like, yeah. When I work every day, that's why I think I'm like, am I, am I doing this again? Just get a boner. Just one more time. Just I guess I guess do it again. Spit on her pussy. She doesn't want to be here. Oh. <laughs> Nobody involved wants to be there. <laughs> uh, uh, God bless Quasar. <laughs> I have said many times on here, and I will say it till the day the show ends. No porn crew wants to be there. Every porn crew wants to go home. Every crew. Jim Powers. Okay, maybe not Jim Powers. I mean like God bless his heart, man. I mean, like, every time being on set with him, yeah, he's drinking the whole time. But, like, he he makes me believe he wants to be there, dude. He's like, oh, what if we do this and this? I'm like, dude, how are you still this fucking creative? You've been doing this for, like, ever. Right. You've probably been doing this since before either one of us was born. Yeah. It's like, you, you're like I need to get him on my show because his stories are fucking insane. Well, yeah. He's been around since, like, the, the glory fucking full-on outlaw days. Yeah. Like, he was telling me the one where it was the, the fucking, the chick who, like, fucked, like, 2,000 people or whatever. Like the Houston? Houston 5,000 or Houston 500 or 500, what? whatever the fucking number was. Some stupid thing. But basically, the way he explained it to me was they're filming it. They have all the guys lined up and the SWAT team's outside, but they don't have the warrant yet. So they have to wait for the warrant. And Jim's like, just tell me when they breach the door. And they filmed up to the point they breached the door. They threw the camera gear under the like the food cart and ev- everyone that was on the crew rolled out, leaving everyone else there. <laughs> and they, they got out scot-free. And I was like, that, that is, that is, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. The coolest story I got is when Lee Raven put the meat hooks through her knees and got hung from them. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have any really good set stories. Yeah, like, you're not as many. It's like, it's like everything's so PC now on set. It's like, I don't even get to see people do drugs anymore. Right. I saw a girl do, like, meth in the bathroom, but I didn't even get to see it. I just knew she was doing it. Yeah, back in my day, like when I first got on sets, people would show up drunk all the time. And 
Like people need to be inebriated to do this job. I'm, we're probably shouldn't be airing this for the. No, it's fine. It's fine. No one's lost. No one's listening. Thanks. Yeah. I, I'm I, not saying that for you as it's bad. I'm saying that for us as we can say things. Oh, I'm going to say them anyways. Like good. Because you know I'm getting booked on set all the fucking time these days. And are you good job? No, not. A, <laughs> I haven't been on a fucking set in a year. Oh, yeah. mm. I, it's not like I've been like hire me. I'm like I'm. I was always the fucking like, oh, well, we ain't got nobody else slayers around. That's a goddamn lie. I played Joe Rogan in a fucking scene like a couple months ago. I haven't been crew on a set in over a year. Someone's like, I need a podcaster. Matt, you can play Joe Rogan in the podcaster. Well, yeah, I can. Fuck. Joe Rogan. Did you shave your head? Yep. I sure as fuck did. Uh, What'd you talk about? Oh, it was a oh, hollow it was a Halloween parody. Oh, okay. Just... So I talked about the villain and like yeah. Bow hunting and uh villainsness and aliens and uh, yeah. yeah, nice. My manly conspiracy show, I believe, was one of the lines. Yeah. We did a podcast, me and April Olsen, and that was uh then we fucked Freddie Parker. Because that's how uh podcasting works, apparently. Only if you're plug talk. I mean, they're the first annual AVN Best Adult Podcast, so I guess What's they're... What's that? Huh? Which one's that? Plug Talk? Yeah. You were nominated. Was I? Uh-huh. Cooking with Nathan was one of the nominees. Wait, what? You're, you're kidding, right? No. Wait, Cooking with Nathan was nominated for what? Best Adult Podcast. What? Uh-huh. AVN this year. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead fucking serious. I had no idea. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay, I got 10 nominations at AVN. <laughs> I mean, it was a fan award, but... I don't give a shit. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Dude, look that up. What, what do you think I'm going to lie to you about no, it? No, I just want to see a paper of it. I want to I have proof. I had no fucking idea. I didn't know that was even a thing. This is the first year. Who won? Plug Talk. Who the fuck's Plug Talk? Linda the Plug and Adam 22's. Is that guy with the neck tattoo? Uh huh. Who is that guy? Uh, he's the host of the No Jumper podcast. So, No Jumper is a, fairly, a fairly decent sized podcast. I, I, I've, I've seen him. I know like about that, but I had like, so, I, I was wondering where he came from because it's like apparently he fucks porn stars or he does porn or doesn't. So, the deal is Lena the Plug, his. Do you know who Lena is? Lena no. the Plug. No. She was. A YouTuber, mm-hmm. and she decided to get into doing adult work. Okay. So they started performing together. Mm-hmm. They launched a secondary podcast called Plug Talk, where they do a traditional podcast interview with a performer, and then they fuck her. Cool. They won. Oh, that makes sense. It does, but uh, as the Legion of Skanks pointed out, like they're actually porn. They're not really a podcast. They're actually just oh, porn. That's porn. Yeah. That's porn. Yeah. Sometimes I fuck people that I work with, but like that's not the main reason they're Right. I mean, I have fucked some people after the show, and I've made it a rule that, like, no more fucking on show night. Yeah. I actually, uh, I, there's something I realized about when I, because I'm also making recipes. I'm getting all this stuff done, like, because I'm, I'm really excited about cooking a meal, right? I don't perform nearly as well as I should, because it's like, if, like, the sex is good or not, it doesn't really matter. It's like, I, I'm so focused on the fucking meal. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really more thinking about that. So that's, uh, that's become a problem. So I'm almost thinking about, like, Maybe I'll do the f- cooking, or maybe I'll do the fucking after the scene if I need to. But like, eh, 
that maybe not before the scene. I'm really worried about the food, not you. Right? Yeah. Plus, do you really want the juices on the food? Yeah, I can fuck. Okay, well. Bro, I put my mouth on their pussies all the time. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. You can palate cleanse between the two. <sighs> Help yourself. No, palate cleanse. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I, I realized that, like, I need to not fuck people on show night because, like, there's drinking involved in, like... Yeah, that's, that's this is a different scenario. It's like, yeah. mine's like, I'm going to feed them and they're going to be fat and tired, so we usually don't fuck afterwards. But um, drinking and then inebriation and then people could say things afterwards. Yeah, no one's ever said anything, but, like, there have definitely been some awkward moments afterwards. Uh, you know, I imagine. Yeah, like, nothing's ever been like, oh, my God, it was just so, like, oh, shit. Yeah, well, mostly on there. I'm not, not mine. I'm mostly I'm like, yeah, I was in the game. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> Happy to be here. A couple times I was too drunk and couldn't finish. But uh, uh, question answer as a as a man who uh, fucks on the not a male talent portfolio, if you will. Um, do you is it wrong when you don't come, or is it usually just because the alcohol or like? How do you feel when you don't get a come? Depends if I'm sober or not. Mm. If you okay, let's just say after the scene, I was a pretty lady. We fuck. Uh, you can't come. Now, do you feel bad about that? Or I mean, I, I always feel bad about it. Okay. I, I feel bad for her. Mm. In like, what way? Well, I mean, she's here. Yeah, that's true. But do, do you feel like she deserves a finisher? Well, yeah, of course she deserves a finisher. Like, it's wild because we're so expected to come every yeah. fucking time. The amount of you know women that get up in their head when you don't finish. That's true. That's true. Like I don't want someone to fucking get up in their head because I didn't come. Yeah, I, I've gotten to a point where it's like if the girl like if I'm like, let's see, when was the last time I felt like that? Uh, like if I'm if I'm shooting content and I'm like I'm like I'm not gonna get come or I'm gonna have to really work at it. I'll just tell her to suck on my balls. I'll get there. Yeah, it's not like it's her fault. It's like dude, I work every day, so I can be able to explain a little better. But like in a drunken stuber with a random girl, I'm like I haven't had that experience in so long. So, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, and that's traditionally the kind of whiskey dick I get is I can get it up. I can't finish. Yeah. Like the amount of times where like I've been drunk and just like it has been colossal effort or I'm just like, I'm fat. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm drunk. Uh, this ain't happening. <laughs> my my abs, my ab hurts. Oh, yeah. No, my abs yeah, like yeah. right here. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah right it just burns. It's like, oh, what is that? What is that area right there? Is that your, uh, I'm not a scientist. I don't fucking know by your floating ribs. And all yeah. of a sudden that's shit. What is that Dante? Don't say it though. Just say it. Say it. What is not that? off mic. Say it in Spanish. <laughs> it's still off mic. Those are still words off mic. <laughs> it's Spanish. Um, but like, you know, when you get that cramp or the, yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> oh yeah. Believe me for someone who does not do crunches. Oh, it happens pretty quickly. I'm sure. I'm sure. My, uh, my body's like, bro, what? Is, no. I mean, yes, but no. Do it. Do it. Uh, so in this uh, sexual love affair that you have, how long do you usually go for when you can't come? Like, how long do you go before you, like, call it quits? That is a, a whole on math calculation. Because okay. it's like, okay, how much have I had to drink? Mm-hmm. How tired am I? Mm-hmm. How much am I actually trying to impress this girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, am I trying to get repeat business here? Yeah, of course, of course. Like, if it's just like, oh, this is going to be tonight. I know it's just going to be tonight. I may call it after twenty minutes. Be like, good game. I say, you know, honestly, I say twenty minutes is solid, no matter what, dude. Well, yeah, but like, 
Yeah, most like, dude. I've only met a handful of girls who are like, I want to be fucked for hours. I'm like, eh, fucking down. Maybe we'll see. But like, but like most girls I met, like 20 minutes, just seems like a good amount for them. Well, yeah, but the, that is also about like, he's confirming what I said. What the fuck? Take a screen grab of that, please. Thank you. I'm super irritated right now. I did not know that was a fucking <laughs> I had no, like, for I. The audio audience that just doesn't know what the fuck just happened. Nathan was shown that I was not lying to no, him. No, I like I I had I would have been more stoked about that than best male performer, best movie, best uh two VR scenes, two threesome scenes. I didn't give a fuck about that. If I knew that was a thing, I would have fucking stabbed people. Like I'm so st- I had no fucking idea. I'm happy you didn't know because that you didn't motivate people to vote for you. Fuck! More votes for it now we drink. Because I was pushing people to vote. I knew I wasn't going to win. I'm going to get another drink. One second. <laughs> you have a PA. Make, have him make you a drink. Make me a drink, buddy. Yeah, some ice and some more orange juice. <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm sorry. No, no. It's, I'm like, I'm stoked. I really am. But I'm just like, I had no fucking idea. Well, on the plus side, we were part of the inaugural class of first ever Best Adult Podcast nominees. Who else was the other ones? Oh, there's 45 of them. Oh, God. I, I've been referring to it as my participation trophy. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, you know, honestly, I, 45. I didn't know that was, I, I figured there's like 10. 10, I've been like, oh, I made the 10. 45, it's like, you just grabbed all of them. Yeah, pretty much. And according to Peter Warren, because he was just on here, there were about 100 no- prenoms. So oh. we, we were in the top 40 percentile. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh. That's Peter Warren doing. It's still good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That episode's coming out soon. Yeah. But yeah. You seem so stressed out last time I saw him. You probably saw him at AVN, so I did. that would Actually, do it. I knew get my, uh, knew get my uh, trophy. Oh, you won? I got a uh, out of now ten awards. Excuse me, ten nominations. Uh, I won one, which was uh, best movie for Grinders. Hey, which is not the uh, gay fuck app. It's the movie. <laughs> not about that either. It's about skateboarding. How many? How many awards are you up to? One at this point. Uh, that I've won. Yep. I won uh, last year with uh, Alexa Tay for uh, uh, the Star Wars parody of um, oh, uh, Mandalorian. Nice. So I'm more stoked the fact that it says Mandalorian on it because it's probably the best thing that Star Wars has put out in a very long time. Um, even though I did like, uh, thank you, sir. You are a gentleman and a scholar. I treat you as a brother. Um, I liked Mandalorian. No, sorry, look for that. I loved Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Greg Moore. Yeah, well. Um, I actually didn't mind um the the what's the fucking guy's name? The uh the it, Jedi, the new Jedi one. I uh, fucking Obi-Wan? Yeah, Obi-Wan. I didn't mind the it. new Jedi one. The guy's been doing it for like 20 no, no, years. No, 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 but like the show. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a little bit more childish, but when you went Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Obi-Wan. I mean, Boba Fett was basically Mandalorian 3.5. No, what it was was, did you watch the cartoons, the uh, the Clone Wars? I then never did. Okay, Clone Wars, amazing. It is, it's more of an adult cartoon. It has, has some fun parts, but it also has a lot of really, really dark things that happen in it, right? And then they went to uh, Rebels, which is a little more bubbly, a little more poppy. The way they drawn is kind of more kid-friendly. The storyline's a little more kid-friendly. And that's exactly what a lot Boba Fett and Mandalorian was. Boba Fett was Disney just shitting out children's stuff on a character that people thought was the biggest badass forever, which I never got. Um, 
Like and, he didn't say shit, and he got shot into a rancor hole. Yeah, it's like he wasn't even a cool character. Like he like had a suit of armor. Oh, neat. Hey, look, look at all these other assholes with suits of armor. Yeah, they all are everywhere. But like, it just Boba Fett for me, and I know I've got a lot of haters for this, but Boba Fett was never. No one's listening. Yeah, right. That's true. Boba Fett was never that cool of a character. He said what two lines in the in the second movie, and then a handful of lines in the third. Did he say anything in the third? No, he got killed. Yeah, so it was like, yep, yep. And so his character in that one was such a, it's just it's like, I was so upset with how. Well, it's also like, this character has nothing to do with tattooing besides working for the Huts at one point. Yeah. So why is he like, I'm going to be the crime lord here. Yeah, and I'm on a biker gang or I'm not in a biker gang, but now I'm, I'm friends with the sand people. It just sucked, man. And then what really pissed me off, though, was that fucking shitty biker gang that was like a college Vespa kids. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like, this isn't cool. And the, it, like, everything looked shitty and technology. Oh, no, it, it was very sci-fi, like sci-fi channel looking. It was so sci-fi channel. It's like, do a little better, bro. You know it looked better than that? Fucking vampire sheep. That was a sci-fi movie where the sheep turned into vampires in Ireland. Oh, of course in Ireland. And that still looked better than this piece of shit. And this had Disney budget. Yeah. It's like, Disney, what the fuck are you doing? It's like you're destroying all these great movies. Just well, fucking... it's one of the things like that honestly made Star Wars like the most modern outings of Star Wars worse for me is like Disney is the same studio that owns Marvel. Marvel has a fairly cohesive like overarching plan for everything. Yeah. And how is the same studio just like, oh, we have no consistency in tone, characters, plot, anything. Welcome to Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's super entertaining for something I loved so much growing up. It's like when Lord of the Rings made The Hobbit. I was like, what are you? Which is wild because that's all Peter Jackson. Like, that's all Peter Jackson. And it's like, not even like it was that spaced out. Lord of the Rings, fucking first three. I was I enthralled by it. I went and saw every movie a thousand times. I bought the director's cut when it was a hundred dollars. It's like a fucking love those movies i can't watch them now i've overwatched the shit out of them but then i watched the hobbit i'm trying to get into it i'm trying i'm so trying i'm like what, what is this cartoon baby bullshit dude well totally the books the hobbit's much more of a children's read than Lord yeah of- but we could make it scary dude we could make it more fucked up also didn't need to try to stretch it into three movies no but uh how, how'd you like the show didn't watch it i got like watched half an episode went this is garbage mm. and turned it off See, I'm still hoping for the best with that because I'm just, I just, I just want to believe. <laughs> so, like, I'm still watching. I'm like, yeah, it was just like Saruman's a pretty guy. God damn it! Yeah, it was literally like 30 minutes into the first episode. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be shit, isn't it? Okay, never mind. What show are you watching now? Oh shit! Nothing really consistently at the moment. Like, I'm, I meant to speaking of Star Wars, watch Andor. Everyone said it's fucking good. I've I've gotten into the first twenty minutes of Andor and I I fall asleep, and that's maybe maybe it's better. It seems more realistic. Like a lot of some of these shows, like Andor, has a little bit more realistic feel to it, which I very much enjoy. I like I like seeing something that I can believe, like a uh, Captain America Civil War. No, to Captain America Winter Soldier. It almost felt like that was America, and that was the FBI or something like that. So it made it feel more real, and that's what I really enjoyed about watching it. But um. Yeah, I mean, I just haven't gotten into it. Well, and Rogue One's one of my favorite movies. Of- Rogue One was great. Question. 
and this is not a popular opinion. Solo, I enjoyed as a heist movie, not a Star Wars movie. What do you think? I didn't enjoy it. But as a heist movie. As a heist movie, it was okay. Yeah, but it was like, it, I just enjoyed the funness of the heist. The, the problem is, part of the plot was so fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb as fuck. But, like, also compared to, to Kylo Ren, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Like, would you like, you know, a solid shit or a wet shit? How about doing any shit? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, at the point where it's like, hey, this is our lieutenant. This is Han Solo's love interest. We're going to shoehorn her in to blame this on somebody else. But she's publicly our lieutenant. Mm. Why would you send your fucking lieutenant for an undercover gig? Because uh, we're Disney and we don't give a fuck about your opinion. Exactly. <laughs> and on top of it, it's like, well, Han's love interest has to be here. Mm. Okay, well then, uh, on a separate note of still Disney, of the new Marvel movies, which one did you enjoy? Um, I enjoyed the spectacle that was Doctor Strange. Like, I really... Did you enjoy the new one? Yeah. Really? I couldn't get past the fucking how childish everything looked. I like Sam Raimi as a director. Uh-huh. And you, I could have seen that movie and been like, oh, Sam Raimi directed this without knowing Sam Raimi directed it. There were so many signature Sam Raimi shots in that movie. So I, I guess I was just enthralled of like, oh, these are so many Evil Dead sh- and like Sam Raimi-esque shots. Oh, it was the Evil Dead guy who did that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to go back and watch it then. Director of the original Evil Dead, Sam Raimi. Oh. Like, that's why there's weird moving stuff and, like, the camera following. And, like, mm-hmm. those are, like, those are the classic Sam Raimi shots. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi also directed the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. The emoist of all Spider-Man. Well, the third one, yeah. But he was emo and all, dude. But, like, he was such a sad boy. <laughs> but we also had bone saws ready. Right? I love Rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. May you be eating Slim Jims in heaven. Fuck yeah. All the Slim Jims. He's what gave me my uh, my name in uh, Evolve Fights. Nathan Bonesaw Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I've got more fans from that Evolve Fights than anything else. Dude, Evolve Fights is... Uh, it's, I just randomly... Dude, I love your wrestling stuff. Bonesaw for life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I go out there in like American Black Cowboy. I'm like... Bones are. <laughs> it's great. Love it. You got to wrestle some girl in a Spider-Man costume. Oh, dude. No, I'm going to wrestle a girl in the in Randy Savage's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> with the girls on the side with the saws for hands. <laughs> I need to go back and watch that first one. I just remember being so sad. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they, they killed off Uncle Ben pretty bad there. Yeah, but, you know, he's a dick. A little bit. Wait, did you like Spider-Man like as a character? You like Spider-Man as a character? Oh yeah. Without the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've most always... Mar- like most Marvel things, though, it all depends on who's writing him. Yeah, I've I've always wanted to like Spider-Man. And I like the idea of Spider-Man, but I've never really enjoyed Spider-Man because he just seems three seconds away from being a shittier Deadpool. And I like Deadpool so much because Deadpool is one of the first things I've ever read where I was like shitting myself laughing. But you gotta remember, Spider-Man predates Deadpool by like, 35 I years. Don't care. Don't care. Thirty-five fucking years. Yeah, yeah but he's still he's still children. Children, I don't care. Okay, yeah. fine. Because he's not nearly as funny. He's not. But Spider Man's also supposed to be more relatable. Like he's like always five seconds away from being fucking broke and like getting evicted. Mm. Yet he's still like out here superheroing. Deadpool's like I'm rich mercenary. 
Yeah, but then he does things like has a double barrel shotgun with a rabia infected gerbil in it and shoots a cyborg with it. That's just good writing. The best writing. The best writing. Why have we not recruited these people to write porn? Oh, my God. All right. If you could get any screenwriter or any person to write a porn scene or porn feature, let's say porn feature, because I think that's who would you get? Me. No, no. I'm talking about like move, like movie. You're like actually good writer. I'm writers. sorry. Like, like, yeah, actual good, good writer. You could do it. Well, I mean, I have to do it. I, yeah, I have to. Yeah. I sent you a script that you never got back to me on. Did you? Like two years ago. When? Oh, I totally did. What was I supposed to do with it? Take a look at it, pitch it to people. See if you. It was the fucking the heist one. Sent to you like two years ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. This is awkward. <laughs> It's like the trains are coming. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, send it to me again, dude. I like, I'm like, I'm sorry. It's, it's all good. Come on. I've worked in this industry for how long? I expect people to follow through on shit. Come on. No. That's true. That's true. I'm so wildly offended. Well, also, Get out, Nathan Brown. I just also, brought you in here just also to call the you. one thing uh, you gotta remember as I'm a terrible reader. <laughs> uh, but I've actually been getting a lot better. Funny enough, porn's made me a better reader, which is super weird. A lot of lines to memorize. I thought that would have been a joke. It's fucking not. Um, okay, but anyway, if we get bypass the fact that I fucked up, which I oh did, whatever, I mean, uh, but it's like, not like you run a production house where it's like, oh, well, I could have greenlit this for you. Would would have think like, oh yeah, that's cool. Um, maybe I'll give it to somebody. It's not like Nathan Ronson Productions did not make my movie. Yeah. But who would you do? Or who'd you get? Oh, obviously, a full on foot fetish. Written by Quentin Tarantino. That would be good. I'd say uh, Martin Scorsese or something like something like someone who's no, who's the, who's the one who did um, Kingdom of Heaven? Ah, fuck. That can't be Tony Scott, is it? Ridley Scott. No, not Ridley Scott. Was it Ridley Scott? No, Ridley Scott did uh, um, uh, Alien, right? Uh, yes. Tony Scott did. Uh, Tony Scott did the original Top Gun. That'd be good too. Honestly, he's dead. Oh, but anyone, uh, if you got the original guy who did Top Gun, then you can make the best gate parody of that. Oh, it is Ridley. Okay. It is, is Ridley. Ridley Scott? Yep. It is Ridley Scott for Kingdom of Heaven. Ridley Scott doing a porno parody would be a porno parody of his movies would be epic. <laughs> you want him to do Gladiator? <gasps> yeah, I really do. I really do. Because <laughs> there's, you got, you got your incest. You got your violence. Um, apparently, you might be able to fuck a tiger. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the fuck's going on. Jesus Christ, man. Are you working so much that only tigers could get it up for you? Uh, no, lions do. Big cats. Big pussy. Panthers. It's big pussy. It's big pussy. It's big gaping vaginas. Furry ones at that. Just like that furry muff, bro. <laughs> Giant furry muff. But like it'd be interesting having like I mean I, every once in a while you know like mainstream mainstream directors come over and they do a porno scene whatever they do, um, and but I would love to see someone put a good chunk of money in. They're not going to make any of that money back, but it still would be fun for me to see something like that. You know. Well, that's what I'm saying. You do a Tarantino foot fetish film, and at least he'll enjoy it for himself. It's you know that's just a fucking nice camera and like feet on a car window and driving. It's just driving shots with feet out the window, feet on the window. I'd almost jerk off to that. I don't even like feet that much. <laughs> Margot Robbie has pretty feet. Yeah. It does. Yeah. 
Margot Robbie is just pretty. Yeah, she's just she's pretty bad. She's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Now, if we can just get Margot Robbie to do a porn. Yeah. I think it's much more likely we'll get Tarantino to direct one than Margot Robbie to star in one. Yeah. I just watched the um, Pamela Anderson uh, documentary on her uh, whole sex tape thing. And uh, realizations that she was an innovator in the sense of uh, she was the first person who got a sex tape out and it got her way more famous than she already was. It was terrible. It was a terrible sex tape. Yeah, but have you ever driven a boat with your cock? I haven't driven that many boats. See, Tommy Lee at least got that on you. He also got the boat herpes. <laughs> or no, it was HIV or whatever he had. Oh, HP, uh, Hep C. Like Hep C. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Would you risk Hep C to you know, fuck a prime Pamela Anderson? Honestly, she wasn't really my type, bro. Who was who the 90s baby of your dreams? Stiller's lead singer. You know, uh, Band of Stillers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stiller's lead singer, 100%. Or Angelina Jolie. In the 90s? Yeah. See, like, I used to think Angelina Jolie was stunning, and then I saw the first Tomb Raider. And having her stand next to her father, like, I could see John Voight's facial features in her. Why, why are you doing this to me? Don't. Don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't. No. don't ruin this for you. He's in the shower in that movie. I remember seeing that when I was a kid, and my dad had to sit next to me, and I was just like, mm. don't ruin that for me, bro. No, like, Tomb Raider. Dude, I remember that. She's like, <laughs> like in the shower. <laughs> See, I was introduced to her in Hackers. No, I remember. Like, I'm, I was. I that was not the first time I was introduced to her. I just remember seeing that, and like that was like the first time I was like Tomb Raider. She's, I loved loved her at the time because I think it was Gone Sixty Seconds where I really noticed her. I love the fake dreads or the or the Dookie rolls or whatever the fuck she was wearing. <laughs> oh God, she's so hot. Now she's married. Yeah, and now it was just I. I just she was stunning, and then it's just like oh, I I definitely see her father. Nope. Papa. Yeah, like John Voight's not my type. He could be, though. I'd probably kill him at this point. He's an old man. Yeah. I can go 20 minutes. I mean, I don't think he can. <laughs> it would really scare you if he could. He's like, bitch, I'm fucking ready. 45, son. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not coming now. <laughs> or then. Uh, Sorry, John. Just have to apologize to him. How much money would it take? For John Foyd. To fuck me? Yeah. I mean, it would have to be life-changing money. Life-changing money? Yeah. Oh. He dropped the money on you right now. How much? 20 mil. 20 mil? Yeah. What if he gave you 30,000? No. Just dropped it right at 30,000. Nah. You just got to take it in butt, bro. No. A little bit. Just a little bit. I got them Jew guts, man. Like, this is going to be bad for everybody involved. You got to clean out. Okay, he he throws another 5,000 on there just to clean out. Nah. Oh, you're getting fucking super rates. That's better than Angela White. <laughs> yeah. Suck up your pride. I'm just saying. And it may not even be that bad. Who knows? His dick might be this big. And it may never. I'm just saying. It may just scratch the surface. My anal scenes are much rarer than Angela White's. That's true. That's true. Paying for the rarity. By like, uh, how much? Like a. A magnitude of thousands? 100%. It's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, seeing as I have zero anal scenes out there, and I'm pretty sure Angela has at least one. See that? Does she do? Does she do anal? I'm sure she does anal. I don't even know why I'm asking that. I'm sure she does anal. Yeah, I'm sure Angela. Yeah. Such a wholesome girl. She does you know, many filthy things. She's so lovely. I, I so lovely. Love Angela to death. God bless her heart. I really reminds me. I need to like DM slider and be like, so come do the podcast, please. I know you won't have time, but uh, 
I've been needing to hit her up and be like, hey, Angela, just uh, I know we shot one time four years ago, but it'd be great to get you on the show because you are just so nice. I'll suck on your feet if you want. <laughs> like whatever you want. Yeah, I'll do whatever you want. I mean, I might let I might let Angela White peg me for thirty five thousand. Hey, see, we're moving up in the numbers. Or at least the people. I think I'd much rather have her pay me than, um, what's her name? John Voigt. Yeah. For me to do, yeah, a graphically gay sexual act, would be, it'd have to be in the millions. Just because no one's going to have fun with this. I might as well, you know, be able to pay for my therapy. And therapy's not cheap. Or drink enough to if you don't remember. Yeah, but in California, I think that's a crime. What? I mean, not being oh, conscious enough to consent. It's also, you're also getting paid for sex, so does it really fucking matter? One crime doesn't equal out the other one. <laughs> hey, bro, we both know my roofie story, and it's like, it's, shit just happens. This is true. Yeah. This is true. But yeah, I, I've been on record a couple times on air being like, oh yeah, for a couple mil, I'll suck a dick. No one's going to be happy about it. Like, it's going to be a very unenthusiastic blowjob, but I'll take that money. Uh. I'm just thinking about having to jerk off on someone's face that just doesn't want to be there. I've already had. I mean, you've done that. Yeah, you've I've, done I've, that. I've done that many times, dude. It sucks. <laughs> like I've had friends of mine who were just looking at me like, and I'm like, dude, can you just look a little more positive? I don't want to come on your face either, but like, keep we're at work. Going. Yeah, we're working. Could you just not look like, oh my God, I can't believe they fucked up my sandwich. Like, look, it's like, eh. yeah, I I think I would look worse than that. I would just. <laughs> it's done yet. Is it done? Is it done? It's never done. <laughs> Is the check cleared? So, how long have you been doing this now? This? Yeah, being in the adjacent to industry, if you will. Adjacent. Adjacent. Bro, if you haven't worked in a. Like, how long was the last time you worked on set? Couple months, a couple months. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. performing non-sex performance. Yeah, but okay, this not as Jason. I, mean, I I edited people's content like uh, a couple days ago. So okay, so yeah, no one. But like, you're not on set every day. No, fuck no. Yeah, so like, how long has it been now? Oh, over a decade. Like, I've been doing the been around this shit since 2010, 2011. Fuck. Yeah, I'm old, man. I, I know you're old. That's okay. How how I, I love that like. Since you've been doing your own show, like you're just like, I'm going to interview Matt on his own show here. Yeah. Why not? Uh, it's fine. I mean, it's just as this is the fourth time we've done this. It's a definite change in your demeanor in doing the show. You're much more comfortable in like, you know, throwing it back at me, which is great. Yeah. I'm just pointing it out. I'm just, I'm, I'm used to doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because bro, honestly, I don't have anything to do right now. So it's just like what I do with my hands. <laughs> Wait, you don't want me to cook. You don't want me to point at it. Hey, don't stop trying to cut your fucking fingers off. That's that's about mostly what I say because uh, I have to teach them how to cook now, and so I'm teaching them like here, cut like that instead of doing this, um, which I thought would be a no brainer. But I have everyone tell me like this isn't comfortable. I'm like it, yeah, but you know your fingers are there. Yeah, it's not comfortable. You're also paying attention to your fingers then, because if it's comfortable, it's really easy not to pay attention to where your fingers are. You know what? Now that I think about it, now what I'm gonna say when they're like it's uncomfortable, I'm like hey, arching's uncomfortable. Makes you look better though, so. Fucking do it. <laughs> Just make them sign waivers about losing fingers. No, I um I, we actually got Kevlar gloves. <laughs> Still make them sign waivers. Eh. 
I got them Kevlar gloves. They can fucking deal with it. The problem is I have people that were like, uh, I don't need that. I have knives at home. I'm like, yeah, but you don't want to use them. So just fucking wear the Kevlar gloves. Make them sign the waivers before you have a girl lose a finger on your set. Dante, uh, can we get a waiver? Thank you. Call the lawyers. We have no lawyers. How do you not have lawyers? I mean, how do I not have lawyers? How do you not have lawyers? You have a lawyer? Yeah. I'm Jewish. We get one at birth. Yeah, well, I, was gifted. I wasn't Jewish. I'm just white. You should definitely have a lawyer. Dante, you want to be my lawyer? <laughs> How do you not have a lawyer? I do. Uh, he's a Latin gentleman named uh, Dante. Dante. Yeah, Dante. He went to he went to school in England for English um, and uh, lawyering. Yeah, uh, well, no, uh, but <laughs> but uh, he's he's well traveled, so I uh, I trust him with my. Um, Is he a barrister? He's uh, he was actually a construction worker. <laughs> it's okay. But seriously, you should have them sign waivers. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we don't. No one's cut their finger off yet. Because honestly, we actually just changed the show to where they cook and I don't. Because the uh, retention rating wasn't sticking. So now I get to come to the, the B tier where I have to cook for myself. Well, no. I, I teach you how to cook. That's even worse. Why? Because i got to pay attention to you. No. You just, cool. you just listen to me say stuff and you can do what you want. Just the food comes out shitty. That's your fault. <laughs> So what you're saying is, I'm definitely not signing a waiver, and if I burn your house down, no problem. You won't. Okay. No, why? What's that? Electric stove. I'm so upset with my electric stove. I fucking hate that thing. Oh. We're just going to start a fire, fire in your living room. We'll just open fire. <sighs> Puddles will take care of it. She's pretty good with the fire extinguisher. We also have like 30 fire extinguishers in my house, so. Okay, so it's a challenge. It really is. Do it. Please, God, burn my house down. I just... Because once once it gets to the certain spots, it's going to hit the you know ammunition, and then we're really fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's on camera, folks. He said burn his house down. It's oh, on also, camera. guys, if we know, if uh, anyone knows, we're at Tannerite. I believe it's the Tannerite. Yeah, it explodes. Because yeah, yeah. uh, I just don't want to have to drive all the way to Arkansas to get it, so let me know. Sure, the good. I mean, how much Tannerite do you need? Enough to blow up. Uh, just, uh, had a, well, I went hunting a couple what, a year ago in, uh, Arkansas. My buddy had a bunch of tannerite. I'm like, oh man, that'd be great to get. Seems like we have a hard time making that or getting that shit in California. It's a very, a very upsetting thing. Also a lot of weapons that I want. So, well, yeah, we live in California. So it's difficult. It's such a bummer, man. It is. Can we just talk for a second about how sad it is that California is such a sad bitch? It is. You know, it's way overpriced everything. It is. Though, if you are looking to get guns that are not on the California approved list in the state, there are two ways to do it. Oh, do tell. Well, one is moving from out of state with them. Yeah. Like, almost all my handguns are not on the approved list because I moved in from Nevada with them. Oh, yeah. The other way is the entertainment firearms permit. Ah, yes. Yeah. For the audience, what that is, is it's a state permit for armorers on movie sets to have weapons that... To be used as props that are not California on the California approved list. But that's also that takes a while to get that. Not really. No. No, it's it's just as long as any other fucking permit. Oh, so a year? Yeah, probably. Because I hear the CCW has actually gone down a lot. 
So the CCW is a is still its own fucking nightmare, though. No, no, it is a nightmare. But uh, as far as I know, like from last year or from a year and a half ago, it was about a year away, and you'd probably find something's about six months. They'd contact you and let you know if you were at least in the runnings to get something going somewhere. Uh, but apparently, that's actually dropped down because of the new sheriff. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I mean. I mean. That's what I've heard too. It, but also, getting a CCW in California has always been about being politically connected. Ah, because. We are a issue state, not a will issue state. So the way it works in California is every county sheriff decides if you as an individual can have a CCW. Ah. So you get out to the rural counties, they issue them like fucking water. Mm. For a long time, actually both San Bernardino and Orange County issued them very regularly. Mm. LA County, up until the current sheriff was issuing like five a year. Uh, San Mateo, where San Francisco is, don't quote me on that. But yeah, whatever county San Francisco is issued like five for the whole year. Damn, I was uh, almost about putting my address back at my parents' house in uh, Inland Empire just so I could uh, that puts you out in Riverside or San Bernardino County, uh, uh, Inland Empire, so San, San Bernardino, yeah, because uh, I figured like out there is way easier. And like, if I did that for like, I'm not sure how long I need to be in that area, you have to be a resident, yeah. So if I just move my address back to that, you know. For yeah. a while, then I'd have that. But what happens if I move back, to, like move my address back to LA? Uh, I'm not entirely certain. Yeah. So it's a statewide permit. Like but, that's why yeah, it's so, so fucking stupid. Yeah. So that's a, such a weird thing. It's like you you won't let me have it here, but you'll let me have it here. So right. Like, and then San Bernardino residents that get them can freely come into LA with them. Yeah. It's but dumb. It's a hundred percent dumb. Dumb. It's a yeah. dumb law. Yeah. It's being challenged at like the state level good no not good i don't know if that's good or not it's pretty oh well i'm not sure what challenge like how it's being challenged so let me well i think it's being challenged to like make it that we will be a will issue state because at the end of the day we are surrounded by three of the most gun-friendly states in the fucking country yeah it's like arizona nevada oregon are all real fucking friendly yeah and they're all will issue states and it's not like we don't have porous fucking borders yeah it's real dumb. Yeah. And just gun laws in America are real fucking dumb. They're dumb and they're all over the place. Well, and that's part of the reason they're fucking dumb. It's like, okay, it made sense in 1860 where I had to go on horseback in between states. Yeah. And it was a fucking mission to get from Vegas to LA. Yeah. Now, at the right time of day, it's under a four-hour drive. Yeah. Why do I have wildly different laws? Four-hour... It's faster to get to vegas than it is to get to san francisco why do i have wildly different gun laws and i can just go into the uh let's see the bass pro shop there and buy all the ammo i want no id no nothing which it's crazy buying ammunition in california i have to do thumbprint i have to get my id i have to do all this i'm like to buy ammo yeah and not only that but it's like like the price of fucking ammo like what the fuck is going on it's like guys i have to go to turner's and wait for fucking three hours just so i can go to the range and shoot for five seconds this is crazy i know it's it's crazy makes no fucking sense no because dude it's like anytime i've heard things on the news well let me phrase that there's been a handful that were not but most of the guns they didn't buy in a store uh, no, i'm saying again that's why i said some some um and but again people can buy in the store but like I don't know how to change the gun, uh, how to make this better. 
but all around the world, we end up hurting people with guns, but I'd still see more as just as many people hurt people with knives or hammer or this or that. So, I mean, you got to put some effort into a knife. Do you? Well, yeah, because I want, I mean, I just want to see the life leave your eyes. Okay. I'm just saying personally, I'm much more likely to kill you with a gun just because I'm fat and I don't want to chase you. If you start running when I pull the knife, you're getting away. You don't want to throw a knife? Throwing kitchen knives is a bad plan. I don't want to ruin my knife. Well, on top of that, when I miss, not yeah. if, when I miss, yeah. you now have my knife. <laughs> but it might be my thigh. You still have my knife. Ow! <laughs> right. You have my knife. Now I'm ni- now you're pissed off and I'm unarmed. Yeah, that's true. You should have more knives. Yeah, the other one's a bread knife. I'm going to throw the fucking bread knife at you. Bro, if you got me down and started sawing at me with a bread knife, ow. Do you know how long that would take? No, I have a really sharp bread knife. Okay. Yeah, like going right through here. Oh, oh. Now, maybe it would take a little bit longer to get to like the, like through the, not the clavicle. The, what's that? It's clavicle, right? Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't take that long because that's, that's not too big. But like going into the rib cage, that would be rough. But like sawing through this, I could probably do it in probably 30, 45 seconds. Yeah. Now, you might be trying to punch me at the time, but I'll just put some of the blood on your face and, you know, you'll be blind. You'll be fine. Yeah. But you're in contact with me. I don't need to see you. Yeah. But still going through your fucking shoulder. Yeah. That's, I'm going to be dead armed, but the other one's going to be going for an eye or something. That's true. Like, this sounds like a horrible struggle. It does. But on the same struggle, if you had to cook a shoulder, how would you do it? I mean, you slow you pressure cook it, don't you? I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm asking you. What would like, you I don't know. How, I, you know how to eat things. I don't know how to cook things. <laughs> I, I mean, shoulders are pretty tough. But like, it really depends on whatever. <laughs> we eat Dante, we eat you, we eat me. Like, wow. Wow. What? I'm not that's not a bad thing, motherfucker. Like, you're well marbled, Matt. You're well marbled. So marbled. Look at you. Look at all tasty there. Mm. Mm. So marbled. Uh, you're just looking like a fine steak. It's definitely not grass fed though. Yeah. Beef chuck, son. Some <laughs> shit cut of meat. Goddamn. I love beef chuck. Dude, that's it's a great chuck of meat. It's about that big. It's about sixteen dollars. I make I use that thing for a week. Yeah, there's a reason it's $16 and you can get a week out of it. It's not good quality. It's fantastic quality. I'm just being called inferior cuts of meat on my own show. No, no, you're not. You're being called tasty cuts of meat. Sorry, I'm being called budget cuts of meat. I mean... (laughs) He's got no retort. (laughs) Well, shit. You want to be called a... Caught me on that one. Fuck. Uh, Fuck. You want to be called a tri-tip? Well, no. I mean, I love tri-tip. I mean, I love tri-tip too. It's still not like there's a reason like the only the West Coast is the only one who eats it. Why? I never got that. I love tri-tip. I think it's a great chunk of meat. But again, I am from California, born and raised. So. Right. You're like, I don't know no better. I know way better. But tri-tip's still great. Chunk of meat. You put some chimichurri on that with some caramelized onions, some mushrooms. Mm. A nice baguette. Oh, garlic, uh, garlic aioli too. Oh. You had me until the garlic aioli. How is that wrong? I don't like mayo. It's not mayo. It's garlic aioli. You know what that is? It's called fancy mayonnaise. Right. Exactly. I don't like mayo. Whatever, bro. No, I don't like mayo. You're so white. Yes. How do you not like mayonnaise? <laughs> I guess I got a little flavor to me. 
You can have flavor in it. Chipotle only. Or you could just no. You can no, what, no, 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 no. I'm so upset with this conversation. Uh, how dare you? How dare you? Now, I am not a person who dips. I would. I just was in England, right? And uh, a lot of the family was um, dipping things in mayonnaise. That's just what they did. Yeah, because the British are known for their cuisine. Gross. So gross. But at the same time, I do love chipotle aioli because I like getting that little spice in there with a little bit of lemon, a little bit of garlic. It's great. Um, but having on the same thought of being at a traditional English Christmas and trying the food, it was uh, very white. Very white, but a little salty. Uh, but there was one thing that I found very interesting. It was the, uh, I think it was, it wasn't pound cake. I think it was pound cake. Basically what they do is they get this, um, it almost was like a fruit pie, chocolate fruit pie, right? It tasted like there was lemon zest on it. They put um, alcohol in it and light it on fire. It was a big thing. And basically what happens is you bite into it and there's could be a pound coin in it. If you get the pound coin, then you're supposed to have luck for the year. Is that why it's called a pound cake? Apparently. Oh. They also, so were you there for your, your lady's family? Or? Yeah. Yeah. It was me and my uh, future niece and nephews. I shot the fuck out of them with Nerf guns. Uh, well, I'm glad that's where that sentence went because I shot the fuck out of them. It could mean a very different yeah, thing know, with I you. Know, but uh, also, uh, they the family didn't know what to get me for Christmas, so they bought me a Nerf gun. He's American. He likes guns. Yeah, no, that's that's 100 percent what they thought. Um, and and it was like a, like had a scope and everything. So I was just fucking just blasting the kids in the knees, <laughs> just fucking them up. It was great because uh, they don't want to shoot their English. Um, I mean. The British should know how to shoot. Mm. They did a whole lot of colonizing. True. But their uh, peasants don't. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Wow, you're marrying into a peasant family? How's... how's... Oh, no, the family's actually really... Like, the the dad's a famous artist. uh, So it's like... They're they're good. But, like, in general, if we're talking about, like, military age, uh, most people are not. So... Good save. Yeah. (laughs) Try my best. Like, I'm married into this family, Matt. What are you doing? The one person who may listen is them. <laughs> It'd be very interesting if uh, all of them came in and listened to this and uh, they were like, Why would you say that? Why? Why? Peasants. We're good. We're not peasants. <laughs> Her family does know what you do, right? No. Really? No. no. What does her family think you do for a living? Stunts. I do. I, I talk about stunts all day. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like I've been doing more stunts as of lately, so it's like that's what I talk about all the time. So when they ask me, it's like I can talk about movie business easy. I talk about the the, the hard thing is when they start with like, what movies you've been in? That becomes hard. Um, but honestly, with how most things and how much work I get on general through everything else, I just think I, I mostly do online stuff. I mean, you that's know, I true. Do, I do online stuff. I do, uh, you know, like uh, like TV stuff. Like I like came in on this show. I came in this show. And when it's like independent film, a yeah, lot of independent, a lot film. of independent films. And like you make good money off that. So um, it works. You're ever going to tell them the truth? Not her parents. Her parents are old, man. So old people had sex. Yeah. Old people had sex, but they don't want to hear about this, bro. They don't want to know about like most people like not even my family wants to know about the <sighs> fact that I did porn or do porn, bro. It's like, that's not something they want to know, you know? You do. Yeah, I do it. But like, why the fuck do I care if they know or not? Exactly. So why not tell them? Why should I? What? Just full transparency? I don't I don't care. I don't talk to them. 
Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like, but don't you think it would be more harmful to her relationship with them later on if they find out? That's what she asked for. Oh, okay. Yeah. She don't she want me to tell them. So. I, I don't think it's going to be harmful to anyone because in general, it's like, I am doing anything. You ask me not to tell them. No problem. Right. Fair enough. I mean, I, it's her family. It's her call. Yeah. But uh, like even with my family, I'm like I tell like I've told my dad many times. It's like, hey, he's he came up to me one time. He's like, hey, in this kind of money, and I'm like, do you want to know? And he's like, nope. I'm like, good, that's great. I mean, you're, I, sw- I swear your family knew what you'd do. Uh, How have you been able to keep it a secret for eight fucking years? I'm not trying to. I just don't talk to my family. Well, that's a good way. Yeah, but you were like one Google reverse image search away from, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know. My 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 dad my my dad's asked me a handful of times. I'm pretty sure he knows what I do. My mom my mom's not all there. She got some of her brain taken out when she was uh fuck six sixteen years ago. So like she's not all there. Um, so it's like my dad's a pastor. He doesn't really want to know about the kind of shit. And he's so that's just kind of where we're at. You're doing the Lord's work. I am doing the Lord's work. I'm putting babies in people. Hopefully not. Uh, I gotta hope so too. God, I really hope I'm not putting babies in people. Jesus Christ. I got told the other day because the way my balls are that, that I'm more fertile. I'm like, please don't fucking say that. Go get a vasectomy. I'm I'm actually going to work on it this year. So what's stopping you from getting this vasectomy? Uh, literally nothing. It's it's honestly just the fact that I have not had the time. Um, Time Uh, for a second was the money because all of a sudden this last summer fucked me over so hard. Um. So now we're at a spot where the money's getting back because I paid everything off, but it's just been a uh, uh, trying to maximize the time and put things in order. I'm not sure how long I have to be out for work for that. Two weeks. Is it two weeks? Yeah. That's a long time, bro. It's 14 scenes. It's 900 bucks a pop. Wow, you're making 900 these days? Good on you. I'm making between, I'm making a good amount. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making between seven and nine. Uh, good on you. It's male talent. It's fucking good on you. No, I do. I like. I, it gets to a point where I'm like, I'm, I'm getting hired. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting hired a fucking lot. So, I'm not saying that as a brag. It's, it's literally. <laughs> I almost want to raise it a little bit more just because I'm so tired. Work harder, not smarter, my friend. Yeah, but yeah, you'd be down for like two weeks. That's a long time, bro. I mean, you're definitely not allowed to come for like, I think a week after the procedure was. And just not allowed to come. Can you get a boner? I mean, you got no control over that. I know. Like, can you get a boner and fuck? No. You're not supposed to have any sexual activity for a week. Oh, it's just for one week. Yeah. I didn't know the last time that did that. I'm sure you'll survive it. Will I? Well, Maybe. document that shit if it's the last days of Nathan Bronson. I guess I could play Fortnite. Ugh. It'd be like having COVID again. That's what you should do. What? Just get the vasectomy and then go get COVID right afterwards. Oh, that would work out. I just had COVID though. Well, wait till you're you know, eligible <laughs> to get sick again. And how long is how long is the wait? Six months, I think. Like before you have COVID again? Yeah. Fucking lame. God damn it. How many times have you had it now? Twice. All right. Dude, both times were like two days. Like I had it for three days and I had it for four days. COVID's such a weak disease. <laughs> It's it's a gamble, man. It's- yeah, I, know, I I understand that. Like, it could be way worse and it could be way more fucked up. But uh, as of right now, uh, every time I've had it, it's been like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're healthy and shit. But yeah, it helps. <laughs> Supposedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly, because there's been other healthy people who get it and just they shit themselves and die. And so, 
yeah, I mean, that's really not how I want to go is shitting myself and dying. That would definitely be a bummer. But apparently, if you die, you're going to shit yourself. And oh, die. no, no. Once I'm dead, shitting myself is not my problem. Yeah. It's the shitting myself before I die. Now, if you had to shit yourself. I mean, I've definitely shot myself. No, no, no. But like, if you had to shit yourself before you die, I'm guessing you want solid or do you want liquid? I mean, how soon am I dying afterwards? I don't know. Like, if I have to sit there and like, I mean, even if it's solid, if it's in my pants, it's not really solid. What, but what if it is? What if it's just like a conda coming out of your ass? Well, then I definitely want that because then I just shake it down my leg and go about my day. But no, you're dying. Right, but we're not talking about how fast I'm dying. That's true. Did I ever tell you the story when I worked at Target and there was and an then old... And you died while you're shitting yourself? No, like... there's there an old man who shat his pants and he just kind of like walked down the aisles and just kind of like shaked his pants and let it fall, fall. And, and and we actually tracked him because we found the shit all the way to him. Because he just he just walked around just shook it out of his fucking pants. That's a pro move right there. He's done this before. He's definitely done this shit like, before. What, what, are you, what are you supposed to do? It's like, uh, sir, you pooped from makeup all the way to DVDs. And if you've ever been to, uh, you know, Target. You'll know how far that is. <laughs> it's a distance. <laughs> and not like the short way from here to there. It went all around the store. It's like, what, 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 like, what are you doing? I mean, as a target employee, do you prefer that he leave you one big pile or just you know, small manageable piles everywhere? 100% one big pile. Because if it's one big pile, I'd scoop it up, put it away. But now I have to follow his track to him and be like, now we have this awkward moment where can you stop? And he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> you make eye contact and shake yeah. a little more out? Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like every one of them is solid pieces. I'm like, how would you do that? There's so many questions. So you brought many- it from home. <laughs> you sure you weren't on the set of Bad Grandpa? Giant Knoxville's just fucking trolling you? <laughs> what was this? What was that? Let a buddy borrow a gun day so he could do uh, NRA Murder? course. So he could do murder. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, he had a, a, a gun cer- certified course, so. There is no one on this planet I would trust to unsupervised have one of my guns. This person I would. Why? Um, uh, many reasons. We do stunts together. He's uh, military. He's. Um, yeah. He was also. A, military people kill people. Yeah, I'm fine with that. They're trying to do that. Yeah, but he if he wanted to kill someone, he'd take one of the other guns. He took one that. Don't, don't kill someone. It's a less than lethal gun. It's one that's got barcodes on it. <laughs> yeah. The point is to frame you, not get away with it. There's no reason for him to frame me. <laughs> to not get caught for him himself? He doesn't need to kill people for that. Just tell people Nathan Bronson did it. Yeah, that's all part of the plan. Touche. Hey, give me another drink, buddy. Like Nathan's like, this may be my last one. I'm going to jail. Been in jail. It sucks. Well, this one time it might be prison. <laughs> well... Uh, that's going to be a bummer. Mostly because the fact I don't want to be a white supremacist. Yeah. Do you watch that movie? Um, what was it? It had the guy from Game of Thrones who played Jamie Lannister and he hit someone at hit and run when he was, had like two drinks in him. He ended up going to jail for murder because he killed some people. And he ended up having to like in the first days of him being in prison, he like saw how things were going and he's like, I got to fight people because that's the only way to get respect. And he ended up fighting, killing some people. And then he ended up be like through, you know, just things that happened. He ended up being a, uh, 
a shot caller for the uh, Brotherhood. Have you seen this movie? I have not. It is scary in the sense of like, oh, this could lead to this, this could lead to this, this could lead to this, and you have to do these things to keep yourself going. It is fucking fucked up. Yeah. So you're not looking forward to doing that? What, becoming a part of the Brotherhood? No, no. I had a friend that was a shot caller in the Brotherhood, and I was like, I don't know. Fuck that. He had a giant swastika comes back and get some tattooed on his fucking uh, forearms. Not the person I want to fuck with. No, not so much. No, not at all. Speaking of which, like, have you seen that uh, that one YouTuber who is like way too excited about talking about his jail time? No. Oh, dude, what is this guy's name? Uh, and Dante, I appreciate you as a friend and a brother. Thank you so much. Um, you can talk shit on me tomorrow with Ricky. Like this dude just <sighs> trying to find this guy. He just he's a uh, just as YouTuber. He's like just jacked white dude. He did time in a couple of uh, California prisons, and he's just he's like talking about it. yeah. He's just, and he's just overly yeah. It's like it, it's if I can fucking find it. Hey, dude, I did a. What was it a a week in Santa Ana jail, not prison, jail. What for? Uh not paying a DUI. Yeah, you're um, supposed to pay those. Yeah. I went to the court saying I was gonna start paying it, and they said, Oh, you haven't paid in this long. You're going to jail. I'm like, I was like, what? But honestly, the great thing about that was a week in jail paid it off. Oh. Yeah, and I got free food. Um, I got punched in the face. By who? A Southsider. I told he had. I told everyone. All right, let me phrase it. He came up to me. He said I had girl feet. So I said he had bitch tits. And I just said it. Apparently, bitch is not the word you want to use. No. Um. So he didn't like that. Um. But everyone in there was actually really nice. It was cool. I taught a backflip seminar. I taught people to do backflips off walls. Uh. I got told how to make the biggest shards of meth. Um. That was cool. Uh. They were also telling me how to take the plastic from your um. What was it? Your plastic from your uh, sandwich uh, bags and how to make really cool beads with them. That was nice. Like real, real, a lot of arts and crafts. Lots of arts and crafts. Um, um. Also, one of the fun things uh, for me, if I was in there longer, I would have definitely gone to. Um, I think it was called the uh, the farm um, to learn how to be uh, one of the cooks. Or like the farm was actually a place to like make all the food. But like I would have definitely gone to the area to actually cook because it's boring as fucking jail. And I would have loved just to cook all day. That would have been great. Um, and usually, apparently, if they know you're a cook, they'll send you there. Uh, but I wasn't a cook yet, yet, so bummer. But the food there wasn't bad. Uh, we had biscuits and gravy one day. I was like, oh, look at that. That's nice. I missed Pancake Day, though. So They'll let you. Were you like, can I just stay one more day for Pancake Day? No, no, I was good. I was good. They they punched me in the face like two hours before I forgot. And I had like five uh, five um, Southsiders or Chicanos. Uh, they were staring at me. I was like, I literally need to get out of here because I, the first night I was there, I remember seeing a dude get jumped and it took about 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes for the, the, the cops to come in because they had to go in right gear. So and understandably, it took them a while because there was, uh, let's see, there was a cell full of 12 bunks and there was three, six on the bottom, six on top. So there's, there was, and there was all open area. What? Um, and there's, so there's, there's all these areas. And so it's like, I remember the first night I was there, it, all I heard was I was sitting in my bunk and I was like really unsure what's going on. And all I heard was ghost. 
And I was like, what the fuck is that? And this guy from our bunk ran over there and just jumped this dude over here, beat the shit out of that guy. And then he came back to our bunk area, which is 12 guys. And he's like, everyone, shut the fuck up. And uh, then all the then all the cops came in with their fucking full right gear, took the guy away. I never saw him again. Um, but it was it was interesting seeing how the whole thing worked, how work, how like the jail. Thank you, sir. Uh, working in the jail worked. And I remember one of the last days I was there, they had this. And again, remember, there's there's two rows, right? There's the upstairs and the downstairs. It's all open. There's an open area right here. And right into the back area, there's a window where the cops watch all of us, right? So three, 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 12 bunks in each, right? And this one night they had what I could only describe as America. No, uh, um, not America's Got Talent. Um, uh, what's, what's the one where everyone sings? In American Idol. American Idol. So they had American Idol for jail and literally went from bunk to bunk uh, or from room to room. So up here, down here, up here, down here. And everyone could go and it's like you could do rap or you could sing or you could do something like that. And someone would just go off and start doing that. And so it was, it was really interesting how organized everything was. But at the same time, everyone kind of wanted to kill each other. But it wasn't that bad because it was jail. But like still, they kind of wanted to fight, you know, very, very interesting scenario. And I'm, I'm glad it was there because it was scary as fuck and it was interesting, but I'm, I, you know, I went through it and it was, I'm how old were you at the time? Let's see. 20. No, I was, I was underage. So it was 20. And they didn't send you a juvie while you were underage. No, like I was, I was underage for alcohol. Right. Oh or no. Was I, was I 20? No, I was, I think it was 20 or 19. Oh, okay. So you're too old for juvie. Yeah. But too young to be drinking and driving. Yeah. So you know, I'm always too too. You're always too young to drink and drive. So only if yes, yes, we'll go with yes. That's a good answer. <laughs> we'll go with yes. There you go. Um, but yeah, so that was a that was a really interesting experience in the sense of just like the whole thing. I like everything I found out there, and also the really the the gift that kept on giving though, and this is gonna be great. Um, was I remember seeing at one point you saw one of the guy's feet and he stepped on the ground there. And the fungus and the shit that's on the ground there, if you if you don't wear shoes, is like eats away your skin. Like that's how dirty the jail is, right? So going forward, I remember hearing uh one of the one of the guys when we were about to get in a fight because he punched me in the face, right? He punched me in the face. Second one, he didn't land, but he punched me. He's like, "Hey, put your shoes on, man. Get down here." And I'm like, "All right, bro." And I didn't because I was like, "I'm not about to fight three guys." Um, and when I'm about to get out two hours now, fast forward a little bit, uh, I had to sit on those toilet seats without a, without any toilet paper. Right. This is all going to make sense in a second. Um, there was only one toilet roll to 12 guys for one day. Understand? So I couldn't put it down on the toilet seat so I could sit there and shit. Um, I went back home and I had this thing called an intestinal infection where my guts were bleeding because of the parasites I got at this jail. I shat blood that looked like it spray painted a toilet bowl. It was so fucked up. I had a fever of a long time. First time I actually watched last airbender and I watched it all the way through. Um, I have a special place in my heart for that show. Now you're not supposed to paint the toilet red when you shit. No. Oh, that's called intestinal infection. That's because you have a hole in some part of your intestines and you're bleeding into it. Yeah. 
Blood's healthy for it. No. Not for poo. It's supposed to be brown. It is really dark brown. Yeah. It's not supposed to be vampire brown, bro. Moops. Mm. This is why you don't do anal with me. Well, you know what? You keep saying that, bro, but just let it happen. See, this is why I just keep putting this out there. Like, oh, no, no. It's going to bleed all over you. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm, I've seen a girl just lick the shit off my dick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Only once? No, multiple times. It's, it's happened. But, like, there's always one. The first time it happened, you can't ever get that out of your head, you know? I remember so clearly. It was after Jake Adams' party, 4th July party, and that I cooked for. And... Was this I, a party I was at? Yeah, you were there. <laughs> every, every, everyone you know was at this party, okay? Everyone you know. First time I ever met Rocky Emerson. First time I ever, like, I saw a lot of people. Oh, yeah. No, I was at that party. <laughs> you were. I, I made the I made the brisket that was gone real yep, fast. Yep. Uh, Nadir was cooking the pizzas. Yep, I was there. Yeah, you were there. Everyone was there. And um, and I remember the next day I was so hungover. I had a fight with Kira that day, and I was dating her at the time. And I went to set and I was still really hungover. And I was like, I hope I do good in the scene. It was a team ski scene. And we start going at it. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking great. I'm like, I'm feeling on top of the world. Woo! You know, this is way better than yesterday. And, uh, and the girl, and she didn't seem like she was fucked up at the party, but apparently she just didn't clean out well enough. And so she's like, I pulled my dick out one time. It's just green shit all over my dick. And you try to grab it, clean it off a little bit. And, before I was able to do it, she just went, hot. And it was like, I was like, <laughs> but here's the thing. And I know people may not understand this feeling where you feel a sense of, I'm going to throw up, but also I'm kind of turned on. Your work ethic, girl, is fucking second to none. You just sucked your own dirty ass off my fucking cock. And I'm like, Ugh. don't kiss me, but. I'm into it. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird feeling. No, she knows what she did. She knows what she did. And or didn't uh, do in the, this case. And God bless her, man. Uh, that was, that was a rough one. It was, uh, uh, impressed. So impressed because I, if I went to, if I went to a girl's vagina and there was a bunch of crap all over it, I, I, I don't know if I'd do it. I don't know. I don't know. Would you? I've had to get house over. Or like they're you're on set. Well, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I, because I've been on set with a girl when I was I was like eating her pussy. I was like, that's sour. And I st- I'm like, I'm gonna stop doing this and finger her. And I don't like doing that because I don't. Most girls don't like being fingered. Yeah. Um. And, and don't show up with PD. Yeah, but then my fingers started coming out, and it was like black chunks and white chunks and shit. It was just like this nasty crap coming out, and I'm like this. I'm not. I'm not eating her out. I'm not. I'm, I'm just gonna keep doing this. And like. I remember the like the guy who's on camera. He's like, "What are you doing, man?" I'm like, "I'm I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it." I'm like, "I'm like the guy, when the guy on camera's like looking at you like that, you just wave a hand at him, like, yeah, yeah. Look at this, look at this, Aquaman. What? Um, uh, but it's really, it's yeah, but it's it's a weird thing when you have that feeling of I'd much rather show my dick inside of her than lick her or eat her out. It's, yeah, that's how nasty your pussy looks right now. I don't want to smell it." But if I can get my face far enough away, I can still kind of come, maybe. <laughs> right, and I'm like, I'm gonna be in a shower the second it's like cut. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to put my dick in Epsom salt and just penicillin right into the shot. It's gross. Yeah. See, if I was being paid, I was in your position. I don't know, but as- it's a whole another. It's a whole another thing when it's money. It's I, I, I get it. It's, it's it's completely different feelings, though. Yeah, and 
there's definitely been like some stank puss in my mouth over the years. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but you cannot go through life as a whore without getting some stank puss. I, I I love that you acknowledge that I'm a whore. Uh, oh yeah, I wanna I, I wanna Dante. Have you ever had some stank puss? Oh shut the fuck up. He has. No, he's just not a whore apparently. Yeah, I know what I, know why. No, he hasn't become a whore. Because I told him when he first started, I was like, bro, don't hit on the girls. Don't touch them. Don't do anything. And he's been doing really good. He's he's a great PA. He doesn't fucking hit on the girls. He doesn't try to make content. He doesn't do anything. But yeah. he hasn't had the miserable side effects of not trying to fuck these girls, which I think he needs. I think he needs some dank ass, terrible fucking pussy to get in his nose. And he smells it. And he's like, ha, ha. What is that? Come on. No. Tante, you haven't lived until you had some horrible stink puss and then she's crying and won't leave. And Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, she's like, oh, why don't you love it? Why don't you look at me? We're making love. We're making love? I was just shooting content, bitch. <laughs> oh, like, like uh, there's a handful of girls that uh, you've driven from uh, certain places to airports and if you were to hit on them, they would have uh, been like, just why don't we just why don't we just make slow more slow more sensitive? Like we just get deeper into it. You know, like uh Had anyone fall in love with you recently? No. No, the fiance part really helps. <laughs> and that, like, dude, I got I gotta say, um, this is something I wasn't expecting from uh being engaged. Is I thought more girls would hit on me harder. No, no, not as much, which is kind of nice. Because now girls kind of put me in a spot where it's like they fuck me, and I, if they fuck, if I fuck them good, they kind of like keep me in that area. But they don't. Oh my god, I need you so much, and like, like go after me really hard. So it's been, um, it's actually been kind of nice with that. Like I, like even if this relationship never worked out, I'd almost keep it that way, just <laughs> and not tell anyone. And be like, oh, I'll fuck you content wise, and then just never talk. Like shoot that and leave them. Oh hell, a girl I tried to send your way to for content was just like. Oh, I'm I'm friends with this fiance. I can't do it. Mine? Yeah. Who? I'm not gonna blow her up on fucking air. Why not? I'll do it. Tell me, I'll do it. Uh, no, I would have to tell you for you to blow her up. Live it. Uh, there are cameras. They're not her friends. Is it Madison Morgan? No. No. Madison. I don't know Madison. Oh. Haven't you shot a bunch of shit with her? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll tell you when we're off air. Just tell me now. No. Okay. No. Your beard looks great. That's great. <laughs> Brought to you by Manscaped.com. Oh! Boom, boom, boom. But promo code ANWD for 20% off. I'm not going to blow her up on air. But there was someone I tried to send your way with. She's like, I'm looking for you know, reliable male talent to shoot content with. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm, it's weird. I'm friends, I'm friends with this fiance. I can't. I'm like, she it's, doesn't care. Start with a coin. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I uh, Actually, she was good. We actually set the whole thing up. Uh, but the problem was she was in a different state. And um, actually now it's fine. I can shoot with her apparently. But like the, like at that point, it was still new in the relationship. And there was a whole bunch of shit. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, I still would love to shoot with her because she's hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to send an ugly your way. I'd still fuck them. Well, I know. You're a professional. Because, just because you sent them. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm going to find some weird... Beautiful women for you, bro. As long as they lick butthole, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> uh, like, dude, uh, 
Now, you may feel differently about this, but I uh, have to ask the question. And uh, Dante, feel free to uh, chime in if you want. Please don't off mic. Yeah, do it. Um, does enthusiasm beat hotness? Because I know my answer. Depends on what they're enthusiastic about. Uh, sorry, enthusiasm about fucking you. Yeah. I have definitely had some girls that are a little too enthusiastic, and that's just been a turnoff. Oh. Wait, they're, they're, they're too excited about fucking you? Yeah. Like a fangirl? Not, yeah, actually, there was one that was, like, super enthusiastic about fucking me, and, like, bra- bragging to people about fucking Matt Slayer, two people who know my legal name. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah okay, but like, like, I'm talking about, like, a girl who's like, I'm really into fucking you. I'm into this. Not like, no, no, but like, that girl was into this too. But like, yeah, yeah but not like not you like, added that mix. It was just like, yeah, not like fan. Like this person was gonna know my address, and I shouldn't let her know that. I'm talking about just a, oh, I fucked her for a while. Yeah, I'm sure you fucking did, you pervert. <laughs> I wouldn't stop. I was like, ew, this is weird. I'm still gonna fuck you for a little bit. I'm mean, just like, I'm not, I'm not crazy, but like, I mean, I'm crazy. That, that's probably. I know you're in this industry, kinda. So yeah. <laughs> Does that make me crazier that I'm kind of in? No, it just means that you're, if you're somewhat around this thing, you're not mentally sane. If you're in LA and you're in any kind of entertainment industry, you are not mentally sound. That is 100% a fact. Oh, I know. Hell, Rick and Morty in this last season kicked me in the balls and kicked all of us in the balls. We're like, oh, creativity is often linked with mental instability. I'm like, oh, too close to home. Too close to home. Too close to home, Dan Harmon. Too close to home. Then he... Uh, oh, Royland was the one who's uh, apparently been not such a great person. Oh, yeah. What do you do again? Uh, well, apparently there was a domestic violence case from two years ago that just came to light. Plus uh, a, a whole history of everyone coming forward. In oh, it's just domestic violence. Ah. Right. And not even a conviction yet. Yeah, he's fine for a while. One. Well, apparently a whole history of inappropriate texts. I'm like, if we're coming after people for inappropriate texts, like... Yeah, dude. Like, I you know me inappropriate texts I've sent a lot. Yeah, a lot. I know, just to me. Just uh, mostly. I hope it's not just to me. Uh, spread the wealth, man. That shit's gold. I'm bored. Yeah, <laughs> spread it around. Just send you hairy butthole all day, bro. Oh, that's not inappropriate. Yeah. I'm just helping you with your grooming. That's true. That's true. Manscaped.com will also help you. Oh, oh, oh! We're gonna stop doing plugs in the middle of the. Please phone. don't. <laughs> I honestly wish you had more plugs to give because it'd be a lot funner. Like just after everything I said, it's like, oh my god! And also, uh, the wine company that can send you wine every week. Uh, I don't want my audience to feel like I'm just advertising to them about Manscaped.com and my promo code AWD for a twenty percent off and free shipping. God, Manscaped.com sounds like a great deal. Uh, what else is wrong? What else is amazing about them? Well, they sell ball toner. Okay, we're gonna stop doing a fucking <laughs> ball toner. Yeah, maybe you should invest in some of that. Oh, wait a minute. That, I didn't, that came out wrong. Yeah, what's ball toner? It's ball toner. Like, what is balls to tighten them? Balls? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ew. What, you want your shit slapping? No, my balls are so tight. All are as ready. I just I can't get out. I need them to actually sag a little more. <laughs> because in scenes, they actually suck up above my cock, and it's uh, it's been a problem. Life problems, you know? Right. You know, not everyone has the same thing, but uh, I have to deal with problems all day. Yeah, mine will, you know, run against a butthole and vacuum seal. Yeah, vacuum seals. That's why I need the toner. Hmm. The Get bronze. those Nathan Bronson balls. 
bro, if you, I mean, you've seen my balls, right? Sadly. Yeah. Don't say sadly. It's, they're great. They're great. I mean, um, okay. I've seen them in person under great lighting. They're such good lighting. Um, but it's, <laughs> everyone fighting to direct them. But the problem is I do a lot of VR. I'm actually trying to change that because it's way too much. But the balls will literally come above my cock. And so when the girls sit down and just smash on them. So you have to feel, figure out how to work them down and push them, push them back. So shut up, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, and actually push the balls down so they don't smash them. It's very, it's very inconvenient. I wish I had longer balls. Well, tie stones to them. I had Natasha Nice pulling them really hard today. It's kind of like a stone. She's a nice lady. She's very nice. Though I'm, I'm upset that she never followed through on my invitation to Greece that she offered me on air years ago. Punch her in the face. Definitely not. Okay, yeah. It's probably a wise choice. Also, love the shirt, by the way. I just, oh, thank you. I haven't said that yet. It's thank you. So good. As I was putting this on, I'm like, oh my God, this tour's from 2013. This, this is a fucking 10-year-old tour shirt. I'm old. Speaking of tours, yes, a tour that's on everyone's brain. I know everyone here is thinking about it. Pantera, Lamb of God. <laughs> what? I'm not behind the Pantera revival. Okay, wait, wait, let's, let's, let's. What? I'm not behind it. Okay, if it doesn't have the Abbott Brothers, I'm not really all that interested. Because we don't have Dimebag or Vinny. Uh, that you don't want to be, like, but. Yeah, it's still a quarter of Pantera. It's half of Pantera. Rex, it's, Rex it's, Brown. Yeah, it's half. Rex Brown is there. It's half, but like, I like. What, and, uh, and I like Zach Wild, and I like Charlie, you know, for Yeah, yeah. But it's. It feels like they should have tried to get this together while Vinny was still alive, at least. I, I agree, but I'm sure Vinny had a little bit of. A little bit of disdain. Against. Right. So they should have just left it fucking. Bro. You know as well as I do, they're not going to let it go. If, if they ever one die, it's like, might as well try, you know? It's like, I, me as a fan who never, I, I don't know if you ever got to see Pantera. I did not, actually. I did not. I never got to see Pantera. I was not in the realm of an area where I could actually see them. I have always loved that band. Need to see them. I'm going to go see it. Yep. And also that, but Lamb of God prices on their tickets were 300 fucking dollars this last tour and i want to slap the shit out of them like dude lamb of god tickets three dollars they're a 45 dollar band to a hundred and maybe a hundred dollars i'll pay a hundred dollars for lamb of god tickets not three hundred dollars i agree agree i mean like but like if i can see with pantera i'll pay three hundred dollars i won't i will but i but where are they playing too i don't know yet uh but also Rammstein is a $300 band. Oh, yeah. No, no questions asked, right? You, I would pay that easy. It's like, I know what I'm getting. I know the show. It's going to be fun. Know who's also a $300 band? Who? Guar. Oh, yeah. But you're not paying $300 for that. You're paying $10, and you're going to see the wackiest shitstorm of what the fuck ever they found behind the the 7-Eleven in fucking Nebraska. Whatever. They used to play the Metro in Chicago on Halloween every year, it's, which is a small venue. It's so good, dude. It's so good. There are certain bands that deserve that kind of money. Lamb of God has always been one of my favorite bands. They do not deserve $300 for, per ticket. I've seen Lamb of God a bunch of times. Like, So it's just like, I'm not, I'm also not super big on wanting to support Phil. 
the guy has been a Nazi forever. And oh, Phil and Selma. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I understand that. I get it. I, I don't want to support that. But at the same time, there is the child in me that wants to hit someone to walk. And I really want to hit someone to walk. Not only do I want to hit someone to walk, I want to fuck people up to that. I can't stop that feeling. I have to go do it. I need it. I need to do it once because there's been one time in my life where they played walk at a concert in between songs. And I fucking hit everyone in the face. It was so delightful. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 I just want that before I'm too old because I went to a hate breed show and it went bad. It went real bad. What happened? Okay. So I went to hate breed show for my birthday, right? I don't like slam dancing. I've never been to a concert where slam dancing's okay. It's never been a thing. Really? I've never been to one. Slam dancing is usually a thing that we, everyone in a show that I've ever gone to, we fuck them up and then they go away. It's never been a thing because you're now putting everyone else at risk because you're throwing your hands around. And I f- oh, you're talking about like hardcore dancing. Yeah, hardcore dancing. I'm talking about slam dancing in the sense of like with they're throwing the hands around and I usually will jetpack, chuck them into the ground fucking scream in their face for a second and then throw them to the side see in my mind slam dancing is just moshing no no sorry sorry moshing slam dancing excuse me different words um but in general that okay, the, the, the hardcore dancing floor punching yeah hor- floor punching windmilling spin kicks all that stupidity all, all that stuff and and they throw these things and they don't know how to throw a kick they don't know how to throw a punch they don't know how to throw this and they're hitting random people in the face i don't agree with this i would like to point that out i it's a, uh if you like that cool Awesome, whatever. Uh, I don't agree with you, and I want to fucking fight you. That's usually my interpretation on this particular thing. And maybe this is not good. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But went to the Hatebreed show. It was my birthday. I was really stoked. That piece of shit was there. My buddy Mike, who borrowed a gun for me, was there. Uh, my sister was there. My uh, lady was there. Um, Ken, uh, Kenzie Taylor was there. Uh, Ken, uh, Kenzie Taylor was there at the end of the night. I didn't and no Matt Slayer. No Matt Slayer. Um, uh, I invited you. You did not. This is all. Anyways, anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so we we go in the mo- we me and my buddy Mike go in the mosh pit for a little bit, and it's I'm having a hard time because I'm used to not people slam dancing randomly punching me in the fucking face, and like I'm 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 used to you hitting me and we go at it, you know. Or I hit you, hit you, and we will run. Shoves like yeah. Like I'm, 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 like if we just fought each other, cool. But not like just randomly. You throw your arm back and smack me. I'm just not used to that. Right. It's it's a it's a completely different world, and which is weird for someone who's lived most of his life in the mosh pit. Um. Having said that, we go, we go, we go, and I'm doing okay. I, I, I'm finding my rhythm. It's it's hard when you're not used to this kind of atmosphere. And then the band I want to see is Hatebreed. Right. And I'm like, and also let me, let me go back a little bit. Cause it was really weird seeing the bands be like, all right, two step. All right, this, and then they, they call out shit and they're like, what the fuck is this? I just want to hit people. Fuck you. Um, but anyway, we go to hate breed and hate breed comes on. I'm like, fuck it. The, the music going heavy, going heavy, going heavy. I go in there and this one guy grabs me and throws me to the ground. I mean, this so clearly. And I get up and I I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, and I'm like, okay. And I grab him by the throat. Or no, let me say, I grab him by the because he turned around and walked away. I grab him by the back and I dropped him on his fucking head. And I just start smashing him. And his buddy started hitting me in the head a little bit. 
And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and then all the people started kind of gang rushing us and pushing us to the side. And I was like, I didn't have my shirt on. I have visible tattoos. I have no friends here because he was over there and everyone was over there. So I don't have like friends in the mosh pit. You, you know how that feels. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And when you don't have friends in the mosh pit, it's like I'm completely alone. And so I was like, I'm out of this. And like, I'm, I'm going to go over here, get my shirt, put my shirt back on because I'm just like, I just don't know how this is going to go. But that was the uh, last concert I went to. And it was, uh, it was great. Hatebreed was amazing, but it was one of those feelings of, am I too old for this? I don't know yet because I, uh, I dropped someone on his fucking head real fast for something that maybe he did or didn't deserve. I really don't know. I don't know. What's your opinion on that? From the way you're telling it, he deserved it. Like, he had no pit courtesy. He, uh, and, and, but that's the problem. When you're at a, a hate breed show or some show like that where it's a, a hardcore show, uh, there the pit courtesy isn't as much. And I Which really... fucked because I spent years of my life in Slayer Pits. And that's what I'm saying. Sl- again, we were talking about Slayer Pits. Slayer Pits is a completely different deal. And... Uh, and I want to talk about that all day where it's like, no, you don't do this shit. Right. You hit the ground. You get the guy up. Yeah. And, but maybe I was being uncourteous. I don't know. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. And then so, like, I think back about the day a lot where I'm like, maybe I fucked up. Maybe I did this. Maybe I did that. I don't know. But uh, I'm uh, very, I'm still very much an angry person when it comes down to it, man. I'm like, let's break you, dude. I'm fucking down. Well, dude, like that. And that's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to keep finding out about yourself as you go through life is that feeling never goes away. I, I hit the right chords on the right songs yeah. and I'm like, I'm in the pit and I, like, I am regretting it probably about four minutes later, but hell, I went to, speaking of Machine Head, yeah. I went to the 25th anniversary of Burn My Eyes uh, when they played it in full uh, down at House of Blues Anaheim right before the pandemic. Yeah. The Davidian started. I'm like, I turned my body, like, hold my glasses and like dove into the pit. By the time that song was over, I'm like, why did I do I'm so fucking old and out of shape. But the minute, you know, let Fredo Brand with this is like, the shotgun blast. It's, it's 1994 again, and I'm in like much, much better shape in those. Let's kill people. Yeah, like. Yeah. Because Midwest Midwest fucking pits were rough. Like, I got the shit kicked out of me. And, like, there were courteous pits, but I still got the shit kicked out of me in some pits. As well you should. Yeah. But, like, when I came out to the West Coast, like, I've done a couple Mayhem Fest and shit like that. And it's just, like, I've been in the pit during Mayhem Fest. I'm like, this is a West Coast, like, pit in the the mid-aughts? Yeah. I, I would also like to point out that I've been in some fucking major gnarly pits in in West Coast, uh, like in uh, Glen Helen. I'm guessing is where you went. Uh, the amphitheater in San Bernardino. Yeah, Glen Helen. Uh, Glen Whatever Hel- it's called these days. Glen Helen is placed uh, San Bernardino, Glen Helen, where the fuck they ever they call it. It has been one of my childhood loves, fantasy. I've met girlfriends there. I've met. I've done a lot of things at that place because that was the place I went every summer to go kill. Kill, fight, whatever. Do whatever I did. I got wasted in the parking lot. So fucked up. They pushed me through. And then I dealt with everything else out there. It was my favorite place every year. I love that place. Um, I've had some of the gnarliest pits there. 
I'm sorry, you have not. Uh, but like I've had groups of skinheads who literally just left jail and they were not afraid to tell you about it. And they came through and they're like this, we're going to kill all of you. And I was like, oh, fucking neat. One of my main goals back in the day when I was a little tiny, little tiny, uh, was it a uh, little tiny sass, little tiny sasquatch was to drop kick Samoans and make them fucking run after me and fight me. That was like the goal of my day was to try to get really big people to fucking come after me. It's like, ah, ha, ha. And, uh, that's my ADD. It was like, yeah. um, but yeah, man, I, I, uh, I miss those feelings of like, we're, it's our fam. Uh, like I left my family's house. I'm going to do something terrible. I'm going to be there all day. I'm going to go fuck people up. And I let loose so many endorphins that I could just go and just, I just didn't give a fuck. You know, it was that, that cool feeling of like, I'm not an adult yet. I don't care. It was such a fun feeling, you know, I miss that. I miss that. Like there's a new band I've never known. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. It's such a amazing feeling. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. And like, I miss those fucking days. Yeah. I remember going to a bus on the Midwest, going to a show. Our, our big amphitheater in the South side of Chicago was originally called the New World Music Theater, and then it became the Tweeter Center, and then it became it went through a bunch of corporate different yeah. names. But it was like the lawn area is this rolling fucking hill. It was dangerous to fucking mosh on because it's not level. You slid down. Yeah, you slide down. Yeah, one of my guys. We were. It had to be a mayhem. I forgot exactly what show is, but I lost track of him for like thirty seconds. Yeah, he got hit so hard he got knocked out of his shoes. Yeah, yeah. like we were out. It sucked because we ended up leaving and having to leave the fest. He got hit so hard, like he got knocked out of his shoes, broke his fucking arm going down the fucking hill. Shit. Wait, did he get, was he sliding or was he the one who got hit? Oh, he got hit. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I turned around for a second. I turned and like, all of a sudden, like, he's walking back up the hill with a shoe in his hand and like holding his arm. Oh. Like, dude. See, we had the sim- similar thing, but it was at the Staples Center. In uh, Orange County, I think it was Staples Center or like it was so, it was right by uh, like uh, Raging Water or something like that. And I saw I saw Rob Zombie and Godsmack there. And it was the first time I got my nose broken. Um, <laughs> but like the hill was like this, like where the grass seats were. And so there's so much beer where you just slide down and fucking knock people's legs out. And so it was a great lot. It was a lot of fun up till the point it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, yeah, this place, the security used to act as like a backstop at the bottom of the hill. You just see like a wall of fat security dudes just standing in their bright yellow jackets at the bottom of the hill to like basically catch people as they're coming yeah, down. Yeah. Oh, that shit was dangerous. Oh, God bless those days. I, crowd surfing on that shit was dangerous too. Like, uh, dude, I, didn't, I I crowd surfed twice and I was like, I fucking can't do this shit, man. It's like, it's like, I, like I'm fine being dropped. But I got dro- the first time I got dropped six times on my head. And I was like, I had a throbbing welt on my head for fucking months, dude. From that, I was like, there's no point. I was like, I'd much rather fight people and earn that lump, you know, than. Uh, beyond like one of my first couple of shows, I was just too big to crowd surf. Like, yeah, um, I crowd- I got to crowd surf at this will show my fucking age. White Zombie, The Melvins, and Reverend Horton Heat. Wow. There's, there's, I was like, what's he going to say? That does show your age, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I saw White Zombie on the Astro Creep 2000 tour. Oh, damn, yeah. son. Melvins were the opener. 
Reverend Horton Heat is the Mel- the Melvins. Reverend Horton Heat, then White Zombie. Aragon Ballroom, Chicago. I, I'm, I'm hearing you, man. That's that's a fucking solid tour, man. How was how was that? It was good. Except, you know, this is the middle of the '90s. Like, if it wasn't metal, it was not playing. Like, the Rev almost got booed off stage. Yeah, that's true. Reverend Horton Heat is not like that metal. Like, I, I don't know who put that tour package together. It's like. But that's a that's a solid tour, man. I'd I'd watch. Oh, that. today I would happily. But back then, I get it. I get yeah. it. People were more pumped up for Walk playing in between bands than they were for Reverend Horton Heats. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Walk, hell, even Enter Sandman came on like in between bands, and like the Rev came on, and it's just like everyone's just like boo, like just boo and Reverend Horton Heat. I love metal fans. Hey Dante, can I ask you for a solid? Thank you. I will so pay you money for filling up my drink. I swear to God. Uh, um, I actually I have a question for you. Um, well, let me let me finish this. Yeah, real no, quick. no, no. So I'm body. So I'm, I'm yeah, okay. Good. I'm body serving this show. I got dropped on my head a bunch of fucking times, and then I got dropped on some girl. Like I just got dropped on some girl, and like I'm fucking thirteen at this point. So I just bounce off the ground and like keep going. All I hear from behind me is you motherfucker. She clawed the back of my neck and like kicked me in the fucking kidneys twice as I walked away. I love how we have a similar story. <laughs> and the adrenaline was going like the middle of the show. This is during White Zombie. I didn't even think about it. When I took to a shower when I got home, it was just like, oh, god damn. I, she got me good. Yeah. Like I was just black and blue fucking everywhere. I have a similar story with Rob Zombie. <laughs> Uh, but it was Rob Zombie Godsmack. But I remember my first God's uh, Rob Zombie concert. No, second Rob Zombie concert. And um, I remember being in the show. And all. I, and I want you to remember, like, at this place, the ground was like this, right? So I fell down to here. And I remember looking up. And I see the light shining over people, right? And all I hear is, you hit my mom! I was like, what? And I just feel, boom. And that was my head. Boom to my nose, boom, broke my nose, and I start crawling away. And in my drunken stupor, I was like, "Well, I don't know who did that, but I know I'm going to try to get blood all over everyone." And so I just started flinging my nose at everyone, <laughs> just trying to get, just trying to get as much blood on everyone possible. It was, uh, it was very interesting. It was very. Um, very on brand for that scenario of person. I uh, I want to fucking get. I want to make sure they know. So you should have been screaming that I have AIDS while you did that. I I would love to, but it was more or less. Um, you didn't know where I've been, and I always thought that like that Fight Club moment, you know. But just screaming I have AIDS. It's just... They couldn't hear me, bro. Rob Zombie was playing, so it didn't matter. Get louder, not now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Just get real close, like get, just drip blood on someone's shoulder. Be like, I have AIDS, and just run away. AIDS ain't that bad anymore, bro. It's fine. Yeah, but at the time, yeah, at the time, at, at the time, I think yeah, at the time it was still pretty bad. I love that, like we have also just pretended like AIDS has gone away. Like it still definitely exists, it, it, bro. It's gone away. COVID's COVID's gone away. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. We like have everywhere to- it was going to kill all of us. Yeah, but I also like half the people we know got it at X3. I got it. Oh, you got it at X3 also? Yeah. I I only went for the one day, and then 
on Saturday was just like, man, I kind of wish I went. And then like Monday, everyone's like, I got COVID. I'm like, yeah, I'm really glad I didn't go on the second day. It was whatever, dude. I no, no, it's been really helpful. Uh, uh, as soon as I started feeling real sick, liquid IV, liquid IV bag. Talk about some bougie white boy shit. Yeah, hundred percent bougie white boy shit. But I'm in LA and I can do that, so I have that kind of money. One seventy, fucking right. I do not. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah, one seventy to just throw away on an IV. Bro, I'd pay it for you if you got got rid of IV. If it, if it made you healthier. That's on record. On record. We'll see. That's what I thought. I'll pay for it. Uh, I'll pay for it now, though. You want one? I'm good. I'm good. I don't... I'm, I have whiskey. I don't need to, like, hydrate. Hell yeah, you don't. Cheers that. Off camera, Dante. So, uh, just in case you guys... uh don't know Dante is a very sexually active man. Just not fucking the talent. It's not fucking me. It's so depressing. Why are you not Weinsteining him? What? Nothing. Mm. Bro, did you take a shower for the workout? Good man. Oh, that's why he's driving you. Roadhead. It's in that stinky puss. <laughs> Oh, uh, that'd be horrible. Like someone goes to give you a broad head and just, uh. dude, I've imagined that a handful of times. Have you ever thought about like how stinky your dick smells? And then constantly. And then but then, manscape sells ball deodorant. <laughs> and then actually thought about like when a girl is about to go down, you'd be like, did I wash my balls or how long ago did I wash my balls? Because I yeah. definitely washed my balls. Yeah, because there have been times on set where I'm like, I washed my balls, but like, did I wash my balls? Or it's like, oh, that was seven hours ago before dialogue. Oh, shit. Uh, Dante is a man who's off camera. Um, have you ever wondered if you didn't smell so fresh? See, it's a common occurrence. I think if you have testicles, it's a common occurrence. Wow. Wow, wow, wee, wow. It's a thing that happens, Nathan. Sometimes you have a not-so-fresh feeling. Wow. That's got to be a weird thing. You're like, my balls are always pristine. Oh, I'm always I'm always great, bro. You know why? Why? I have one of those um, golf course ball scrubbers at my house in the shower, and I just rub my balls, and it's very, very convenient. Um, Which golf course do you steal that from? All of them. All of them. I, yes. All right. Transformed them into one to maximize the uh, squishy flavor of my uh, ball sack. Don't, don't, don't. Don't think about it hard. Don't think about it too hard. It's a, it'd be a silly process and uh, you would not understand. You're correct. Yes, I do. Well, my floppy balls, I do not understand. Yeah, my tight balls work. Your floppy balls do not. The flopsters. Gotta use more manscaped. Fucking, I shouldn't laugh when I'm doing this. Stop laughing at yourself. On uh, well, let's go with this. You know, if I've learned one thing from Manscaped, it's um, what bands I wish I could have seen in a time frame of what I would have wanted to watch. If there's any band that you could have wanted to see, I don't know what this has to do with Manscaped. And what is what bands out there that you wish you could have seen? 
if Manscaped was around and was able to put that on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hope my promotional deal is still going by the time this airs. What's that? What's the promotional deal? Oh, well, I'm just saying, like, I hope that, like, I still have a contract with them by the time this episode Yeah, I know, but, uh, but what's the promotion? What's the deal? Oh, 20% off with promo code ANWDD. Oh, thank God. I was like, I almost forgot. But if I was to need that promo code in a, uh, in a thing where it was, this is the concert, this is what I want, and like, what is your perfect concert? And that I think that's I, don't, not I think that's a, a a real big question because if there's a person out there who doesn't know their their they're like the gemstone of concerts. What is well, it? I don't know necessarily know if it would be a perfect concert, yeah. but a concert I always wish I could have seen. Mm-hmm. Kegs and Eggs, December fourteenth, two thousand three, Aragon Ballroom. It's the day after Dime got killed. Damage Plan was supposed to play it. I was I was called I had called off for work to go to that show. No. Yeah. No. And then like you poor baby. I mean, I'm not dead. No, 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 no. <laughs> bro, but like I it, you might as fucking well be. Yeah, literally. Bro, you you paid for tickets to a show. Oh, it was a free show. <sighs> it was a free kegs and eggs show that Damage Plan was doing in Chicago the day after Dime got killed. I literally was showering up to go to the show when the DJ on the radio station's like, I don't know how to say this, like, broke the news. And I'm like, he's got to be fucking kidding, right? Oh, I feel depressed. Like, I don't know if that would have been a perfect show. but that, that's a- it, No, no, it wouldn't have been a perfect show, but that would have been a fucking solid show. Di- the damage plan at that time was fucking, was tits. It was amazing. I, yeah. I'm not necessarily a huge damage plan, but to see the Abbott brothers and, like, in a fairly small venue... Pretty close to post Pantera would have been fucking awesome, bro. That would've been sick. Yeah, that would've been really good. So, like, that's a show I really wish just happened. Yeah. Also, that would have meant Dime's still with us. Probably, maybe. A hundred percent. That's a that's a fucking great pick, man. A great pick. God damn. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, that's so good. That's so good. I don't know how to compete with that. I would have loved to see Slipknot or Rammstein, like early days. Also, I'm a shitbag. It was December 9th because he died on December 8th. I got my dates fucked up. How fucking dare you? But okay, back to what I was saying, uh, because you're not important anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never was in the first yeah, place. Oh, you're talking so weird. Um, but like Rammstein or Slipknot, like I want to see early Slipknot, Slipknot. Like how early? Early enough to where they they're still lighting themselves on fire. Oh, I saw those shows. Yeah, I know you have. I didn't. But Rammstein was the same thing, where it was like, because those two shows was, if we're looking at the performance-wise, I want to see people hurt themselves. I want to see people don't care. I want to see people don't give a fuck about, this is our performance. We're just trying to show everyone how much we want to hurt everything because that will make you hurt each other. I appreciate that. I appreciate the feeling. I appreciate the necessary acts. I appreciate everything about that. And I'm sure there's other bands like that now. I just don't know about them. Well, and very few bands put on the stage show of either one yeah, of those. Yeah, and I and like like going to see Rammstein, right? You're willing to pay whatever money it costs to go to that show, right? Slipknot. I mean, I mean like, uh, uh, same thing, kind of ish, right? 
I'll, I'll pay money, but like I, I won't pay three hundred dollars for Slipknot. No. I've seen them so many goddamn times. They still put on an amazing. It's a great them. show. I'm not sure if it's a three hundred dollar show. Rammstein's a three hundred dollar show. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like that. That alone, like one hundred and fifty. I'd pay Slipknot. I got to see. I, this has to be two thousand four, two thousand five. I saw Slipknot, Shadows Fall, Lamb of God, and Gizmachi. Gizmachi? Gizmachi. Gizmachi. <laughs> oh, Gizmachi. I haven't heard about them in a fucking minute, dude. Yeah, but it was Shadows Fall, Lamb of God, Gizmachi, Slipknot. Shadows Fall, fuck. I haven't heard about them in a while either. Yeah, that was that was a good fucking show. That has to be like 2005. And that was the first time I had ever seen Slipknot in an indoor arena. Mmm. Because the first time I ever saw Slipknot Live was at OzFest when they were headlining the second stage. And that was up at Alpine Valley up in Wisconsin. And that second stage was on gravel. You had to wear a fucking bandana to keep grit out of your fucking teeth for being in the pit. Like, it was so much fucking dust. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Every second stage I've ever been at, you had to wear a mask. It's been COVID the whole time. I've never been to a second stage at any concert where you're like, oh, I can breathe good. Dante, have you? No. This was probably the worst. Yeah. This was probably the worst one. Um, I, and I Honestly, I would. I cannot wait to go back to a real concert. Man. I cannot wait to go back. We're going to Sick New World. You know about that? Yeah. I, when that came out, I was like, what? My lady bought the tickets, and I'm like, dude, that's crazy. We're going to that shit. But I'm going to go kill people. See, it's one of those things like, I just, at this age, I don't want to go to festivals. I, I still I, I still want to, but I know I'm going to regret it. That's the thing. I know I'm going to regret, regret it. Well, what it boils down to is half the bands I want to see are going to get 10 minutes of stage time. You're getting really emotional. We really want to get the close-up on I see that. <laughs> oh, are you going to cry? A little. Zoom up. <laughs> no, I, I just half the bands. Half the bands I want to see are going to get ten minutes of stage time. I'm going to have to make hard decisions between bands I want to see, and there's just going to be too many fucking people. Mm. I would rather see someone at the fucking Fonda or see them at like some other smaller venues. Like the Palladium is about as big of a venue as I want to go to. Blames where we had X3, right? Yeah. Can we all say that? Fuck that venue. As a music venue, it's great. Yeah, it is a music venue. It's great. As a porn venue, it's stupid. Oh, I concur. I did not like it. I didn't like what's going on. And I I, I actually wanted more mosh pits, <laughs> which I knew I wasn't going to get. And it's upsetting. Why do you want to knock over 100-pound girls? So I'm not sure if you knew this dumb. Sorry, I looked at you in a way that I was hoping you understand. But apparently you don't. I want to hit everyone. And I want everyone to hit me back. If a hundred pound girl gets hit and hits me back, uh, that's a fun time, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe we could fight. It'd be a good time. I'm good. No, not you. I'm talking about people. Oh, uh, let, let, let's think of someone. Let's think of someone. Uh, Lola Faye. Lola Faye got some brass on her. She's got some stuff. She comes at me, she hits me a couple times, hits me in the joints, like boom, boom, boom. And then she's like, I'm vegan, so it doesn't work out. Um, but yeah, she blisters up for lack of iron. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but she gets me real good in the knee. I'm like, oh, good job. 
I enjoy that. I, I appreciate someone who gives an effort. Good job, Lola. I think we should not have you fighting girls. I'm just I'm not fighting girls. That's apparently what's around. It's an X3, so you can fight fans. There was one fan there with a sign that says new upcoming male talent looking for work. Well, fuck for sandwiches. No, it just it said that. So I'd fight him. I mean, the, but that's what the sign should say. Yeah, it should say that because I fight him just because I'm like, bro, you're a fucking idiot and you don't want to do this. Oh, here's a quick question for you and anyone else. What would you tell a person who really wanted to be in this job? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I have very, very practiced speeches about this shit. Good. Tell them. Oh, because I find this interesting. I want to hear what someone else will say because I've said it so many times. I mean, I'm sure my audience has heard me say it, but it's the first thing I say to anyone who wants to get into this industry is like, you're sure about this? Do you know? Do you understand that what you do for a living is not a protected class? That if you are not in this for the long haul, that Future employers can definitely discriminate against you for this, that they can fire you over this, that this is potentially a very lonely place to be, that women will not necessarily want anything to do with you because of what you do for a living. Oh, women don't want things to do with you. It's a very interesting, sad fact. Yeah. I mean, how many, for as much as you get laid and like, People in the industry want to fuck with you. How many civilian chicks have been like, nah, I'm cool? I haven't tried to fuck a civilian chick in a while. Um, but over the, the over your eight years in. No one's cool with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a lot of communication, a lot of, a lot of talking. It just doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Which, oh, God, that makes me feel way sad. Ugh. I'm not even trying to fuck civilians. Ugh. Ugh. But it severely limits your dating pool at that point. Yeah, think of it this way. The longer you do this job, the longer you can't find someone in your life that you actually want to be with because they don't trust you, they don't want to be with you, and they don't want that. They don't want you. And it's a real sad thing. God, they just don't want you at all. Well, because they just think of what it entails, that like you're not trustworthy, that you're just going to be all fucking people. It's like, no, no, no. The physical act isn't, the big deal the it's the violation of trust and emotional act that's yeah. the problem but people can't see past that because they think of sex and intimacy as one and the same when they're it's like all the same but they're two completely different things True. and then on top of that you have the discrimination of employment you may have be estranged from your family about it or have to lie to your family or both you know or the amount of judgment or the amount of stigma that you have to deal with like you're in good shape, Nathan. You work out all the fucking time. What? But I'm sure. Oh yeah, probably. In the comment section, people talk about your fucking body. Oh yeah, all the time. They, the arms not big enough. The shoulders not big enough. Shoulders. Right. Shit. And unless you are very self confident on who you are, yeah, that's gotta fucking get to you. I mean, does that ever fucking get to you? Um, it's funny the little things do, but also they don't. It's it's a weird balancing act. Um. I I wish I could compare to what the girls go through because they go through way worse than oh, me. Oh, 100%. I have to deal with every once in a while guys like, eh, you're not Christian. Eh, you're abs. Eh, you're biceps. Eh, like, I didn't know what my, my opinion is. Go fuck yourself, dude. It's, it's, it's gotten to a point because 
I've always been able to play something like, I'm really stoked on what I made. I'm stoked on this. I'm stoked on this. I'm stoked on this. And it's like, I'm stoked on the person that I've become. It's real hard to break me. It's really hard to break this. In that sense, it's easier to break me in other scenarios. But in general, I'm a person that always is stoked the fact that I'm here and you get to talk to me and I'm just, I'm a, I'm a motherfucker who's going to fucking break everything. Wow. But that's the thing. I got to pee too. Also weird. Well, we're going to wrap this in a sec. We're almost there. Not everyone is that emotionally and mentally strong. Yeah. And that is something that no matter who you are in the industry, you have to fucking deal with. Hmm. And, you know, I don't even get naked on film. I got people coming for me in the fucking comments sometimes. And at the end of the day, it doesn't actually bother me. But sometimes I have to claw back my initial urge to fight them. It's it's a weird feeling, right? Yeah. You have to like, I got to stop this. It's I got to stop all the feelings that are happening right there. Because you decided to say one thing that made me feel weird. Well, it's, it's, it's not even so much that it makes me feel weird. It's just the, it's hard for me sometimes for like, Oh, you're going to come for me. I'm going to come back for you harder. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not that so much your words actually fucking matter. It's just the, Oh, you came for me. Yeah. I'm going to show you this was a mistake. And then as a grown ass adult, I'm like, that's dumb. Here's the real thing. How old are you? I am 42 in an hour and a half. I'm 34. Right. Um, I've been doing this job since I was 26, which is not the same. It's not the same right. close, but we can play this game of this age, this age, this age. But when it comes down to it, we're all doing the same thing, right? I'm trying to live a life that's positive. You're trying to live a life positive. Sometimes. We're trying to do something in this life that makes us feel good, which is the real thing. We're all trying to feel good about what we're doing. I mean, can you say that's not true? Not with a straight face. Yeah, I know you can't. But like, it's that's what it is. So in the downside of all this, we're just trying to be as positive as we can and make it everything work as best we can. We're going to try and make everything fucking fit into our life schedule as best we can. Right. But this isn't for everyone. It's not. It's not. Oh, honestly, if everyone did this, they would kill themselves. Well, and a lot of people, unfortunately, do. And they do. And I'm and I'm very sad about that. But in general, guys, do not try to do this job if you're not ready for it. Make. Just understand what it is. Well, and that's the, that's the problem also on the male side of things. Is... Bro, because you want to fuck for a living doesn't mean you actually want to do this job. Stop fucking trying it's not real you do not really get to have sex with people that is not a real out that's not a reality you don't get to do that you can get to kind of fuck these people you get like sideways right there oh cool it's awesome Meh. then try to come oh you can't come for oh weird one what i tell people all the time is like yo can you get it up and keep it up and come with someone like me standing over you with a boom mic yeah, I can. I know you can. Yeah. <laughs> We've sadly been there. We've sadly been there. Uh, yeah, do it. Serve me. Let me take your balls. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, dude, it's like, do you really want to do this? And I know that sounds weird. Can we be able to get, like, I'm trying to stop you from doing it. I don't, I don't care. Oh, no, no. The industry, if you can actually do the job and you're not going to be a piece of shit, 
We want you here. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I want you here. Know why? Because I don't have to do as many scenes. But and I, I would love to stop having to do as much as I do. I would honestly love it because I'm tired. You can say no, you know. Watch you shut the fuck up forever. I can't say no. I mean, why? you can. You know why I can't say no? Why? You know I was going to do this. It's not your production. It's not your responsibility. It is my responsibility. You know why? Why is that? Because no one else can do it. <laughs> I think that is a lie you've made up in your head, Nathan. Yeah, it is. It's 100% a lie. You know why? Because I had to keep going the way I have to to make sure that I can do the fucking job. But it's also one of those things where, like, I get it on your end. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're, there is a, an underlying fear, even though you're a respected male talent, a consistent male talent, that next week, the week after, people may stop booking you as frequently. Everyone may stop booking me. I have no idea. I have no fucking But that, that's a real fear, right? It's a real fear. So I totally get why you're like, no, I can't stop now because eventually someone will stop booking me and I need to make it now. It's, it's, the, it's that spot I'm always in. And that's the other part about this industry that people don't talk about is like, there's no financial security here. It could be tomorrow. It could be today. It could be next week. It could be every time. I don't know because this job is gone. This job is fake. This job is nothing. Is yeah. yeah. People can stop booking you. They could just decide, hey, we're not going to book him. Or some power that beat could decide that they don't like you. Or someone who does like you is no gets themselves fired, and therefore you're you're their guy. Yeah. Or all of a sudden, manscaping is a real thing. It is a real and thing. And all of a sudden, we need to talk about manscaping and how much better it is than everything else. Why would you use regular razors when you could use manscaping? Manscaped.com. Put on that. <laughs> Don't fuck with the sponsor URL. Come on. <laughs> on that note, we are going to call last call, Nathan. We're going to uh, get yeah. you out of here. Where can they find you on the things? Hey, P. Uh, where can you find me? You can find me at uh, tw- uh, Twitter at Nathan Bronson. Uh, Nathan underscore Bronson dot com. You can find me at Instagram. On Twitter at Nathan Bronson underscore dot com. Yeah. He, I, I think. <laughs> uh, last I checked, it's at Nathan Bronson 6.6.6. No, that's that's Instagram. That's, okay. Uh, Instagram, you can find me at Nathan Bronson 6.6.6. You can find me at Twitch stream at Nathan. Twitch.tv slash. Fuck it, just Google my goddamn name, dude. I've been around long enough. You can find my shit. Fuck it, dude. Uh, but also, YouTube, YouTube at Cooking with Nathan or Hanging with Nathan. Check it out, please. Please, please. Check it out. It's an avian nominated show that he just found Apparently, out about. weird. <gasps> I'm so fucking incredibly stoked about that, by the way. I don't think you even know, man. Until next week, drink up, motherfuckers.